Hey everybody! Welcome to episode number two hundred. Two hundred! Yay! Yay! I'm drinking champagne, Neil. Are you drinking champagne? I'm actually drinking uh, purple gin. But does that do? Purple gin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually drinking honey Jim Beam and soda. So. Oh, that sounds like it'll give you a nasty ass hangover. You know, only if you drink lots of it. <laughs> hey, I know you pretty well. <laughs> But it is a work night, I guess. It is a work night. So. It is. But and yeah, so yeah, we're digressing. We Welcome are. to episode 200. You know, Neil, when we started doing this, we had no expectation of how long we would last. Absolutely none. No. 200 seemed like a crazy number if we were to throw it out there, right? Dude, 100 seemed like a crazy number. Yeah, I, I can remember people telling me that we would burn out. We were doing episodes too fast and this, that, and the other. And we were always concerned we wouldn't have enough stuff to, uh, enough content. Which is, seems insane now, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. And now we're dancing on their graves, yep. all the people who said that. Um, but yeah, but no, it's funny because, and, and what, what I will say is there's been a couple times where we've had changes in our lives and we've done gut checks and we never once hesitated, like, no, we're still, we still love doing it. And we, you know, I, I now that I've learned recently that you can only have like, like, Spotify holds like 300 and iTunes holds 300 episodes or something. Right. So we are going to lose some at some point, yeah. Well, no, that's my goal now is to get to 300 before we even even think about it again. Which should get us another like year and a half, right? Maybe close to 2 years. Um I d- dude, I don't know. <clears throat> well, let's see how long we've been going. Actually, you're right. We've been going almost 3 years you know, exactly. 60, 60 a year, so. Yeah. Yeah, we've been going 2 3 uh 3 years exactly and we've done 200, so yeah. Yep. That's and we got some 66. good stuff coming up. We got some good stuff to welcome you into the 200s. So we do. But anyway, so much, much. Okay, so strap in because this is yes. going to be a long one, right? Yeah. So much like episode 100, we are going to talk to 10 of our um, longtime listeners. Um, different than the different than the people we had on at 100. Yes. Even though we've checked in with those first 10, and it seems like they're all still listening, so good on them. Yes, and they're all still alive, which is nice. <laughs> right? That's yes, good, I guess. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Well, usually I'm the one with the more with the gallows humor, Neil. <laughs> well, you know, we start, our audience tends to span a, a little bit older, so... We're, um, like an old, we're like an old married couple. We're starting to take on each other's forms. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. Well, should we, should we get the show on the, on, on the way? Because it's going to be a long one. Without further ado, here's Tenius. So we're going to start out with our pal Ben from Leeds. How are you doing, Ben? I'm really good, yeah. Thanks. How are you? You know, not too bad. Good, good. Yeah, good, good. Neil, so, you there? I am. Yeah, no, it's good, it's good to talk to you. It's so funny because, you know, you get to know people online a little bit. You know, we've Ben's been emailing us and texting us for, I don't know, 18 months now or something. And you never know what to expect when you hear the voices. Like, I, ex- for some reason, Ben, I expected like a... Like, a 16 year old i don't know why i just had you pictured in my head i mean a 16 year old with like a really fucking thick no uh thick northern accent the really thick leeds accent and instead no, you know, well, I'm, civilized yeah. civilized civilized young man from uh from london originally i believe or something right yeah just outside north london originally yeah so i moved up when i was 15 but refused to get rid of the accent um and because it, it was it was against my uh my wishes to move up i suppose but um yeah moved up at 15 and stayed so I really like it's, it up here. It's funny you say that that is the proper like accent because to me that London accent is much harder to understand than the northern accent. Oh, dude, we'll get you on someone from Leeds, from Leeds, or someone from Newcastle. <laughs> you won't be able to understand the fucking word they say. <laughs> yeah, you'll need a translator for that. It's well, hard work. It, 
<laughs> well, I've I've definitely had to use Neela for that before. Like, dude, what is he talking about? Can you can you explain this to me? What's going on? <laughs> well, I also whenever there's like Neil and another English guy, I must admit I do feel a little bit uh, outnumbered. But I guess that's <laughs> really? how Neil feels all the time, right? Yeah, that's well, right. yeah, that's it. Good. Why don't you? We got to stick together, I suppose, don't we? Exactly. So Ben, you're a little younger, right? Like, what what age group are you? Are you in your 30s or in your 20s? Or yeah, so I'm 34. Um, so he's so not I... 16 then. <laughs> No, I don't know why I thought that. I don't know why I thought that. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm 34. But I came to punk uh, sort of in my early 20s, I suppose, really. Um, But only really started getting properly active, um, going to shows and stuff in the last sort of three or four years. um, And just sort of jumped both feet in and, and got stuck in, really. So that's sort of unusual. That's sort of unusual, don't you think, Neil, to get involved? Because most of us got into it as teenagers and kind of have kind of come in and out of it over the years as we've had other stuff going on in our lives. But I think that's pretty unusual to get like hardcore involved at 30. Yeah. Well, uh, well, no, we said 14 years, right? So that would be 20, right? Didn't that, he didn't say 14. Well, but no, he said the last, only the last couple last of years, three or four really years. Got, yeah. Really oh, wow. Got wow. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I've always been into music. Um, like, my dad was always massively into music, and he was a, a mod and a Motown fan and stuff. So I listened to a lot of stuff that he used to like, like Kinks and The Who and, you know, yeah, The yeah. Faces and Stones and stuff. Um, and when we moved up north, my cousin was a drummer in a band, so it got into sort of Britpop stuff. Um, but then when I went to join the army, I broke my arm in a nightclub in Newcastle, so I had to delay joining the army. Hold on a second, and hold in, on a second. Don't go past that. that. Now, was it was it a drunken was it a drunken brawl or something? How, what happened there? No, it, it wasn't a brawl. It, I was on a promise with a girl, to be fair. Huh. So she bet me that I couldn't climb up uh, a stripper's pole oh, and touch Jesus. the ceiling. <laughs> so obviously, and, and obviously Turns out she wind, was right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, no, she was wrong. I got to the top, I fell off. <laughs> So I came down and, so and badly who? broke my arm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then my mate took her home instead, which was um, oh god, real, insult to injury, piece. mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you couldn't so... even take care of yourself because you only had one arm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so I, I had to shuffle outside and, and get in a taxi, and then um, got myself off to A and E. But that delayed me joining the army for like nine months, and then I had a bit of a sort of wild nine months, really. You know, going out boozing and partying and stuff. And I met a girl. And she was mega into her punk stuff, so she played me CDs like Black Flag and Circle Jerks and Dead Kennedys, and I just sort of found it from there, really. Um, And then just started, you know, digging in and going backwards in time, you know, right back to 77 sort of stuff. Now, was was your dad into any of that stuff too, or was your dad... uh... No, not really. He... um, no, he, he loves his Motown stuff, really. Okay. He yeah. likes the Scar bits and stuff. I mean, yeah. uh, as do I. So, you know, I went to see The Beat the other week. That was really good with, um, like, my girlfriend and her mum and dad. So my girlfriend's dad, uh, he's an old punk. Uh, so he was in a band called The Negatives. Um, and he's a drummer still to this day. So but he's a massive Clash fan. So me and him talk music a lot, really. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So now the next big question is... How on earth did you discover us? You know what? I was, I was looking for podcasts. So I work outside. I do grounds maintenance, okay. which is a lot of time spent on your own walking up and down with lawnmowers. So I was looking for stuff to listen to, you know, outside of music and get you a bit more engaged, you know, get you get yeah, the yeah. old head thinking a bit more. Um, and I was just go- literally Googling 
punk podcast stuff to find you know to try and find new bands or you know learn a little bit more about the scene and stuff and um i listened to i don't know three or four different ones and then i found you guys and i thought oh this one's you know it's, it just felt a lot more engaging like it it sounded like you two were friends rather than you two trying to interview each other if you like yeah yeah um so it felt more like a conversation that you were sort you were earwigging on in the pub as opposed to it just being a you know a, sort of a stone cold breakdown of every track and and all that where it, that sounds like know, a win for us neil because when we first started talking about doing this that was like like that's it right just like hanging out with yeah that's exactly what that's exactly, well, that's what exactly we what matter of fact yeah. we're going to record an, a proper episode later ben and and i have holding on to something that i want to argue with neil about and i oh. haven't even prepared it so <laughs> oh this sounds good. good so there we go so yeah you can look forward to 189 and us, us arguing so, with each so other i guess do you like it when it's just the two of us sitting around shooting the shit or do you prefer like when we have guests on I, I like them both. To be fair, I do. To be, I do really enjoy it when it's just you two, because you tend to get into the weeds of it a bit more, and because yeah, you both know each other so far, well. Sometimes too far into the weeds, my friend. <laughs> yeah, barely find our way back. <laughs> yeah, it's good fun though. But then you know, some of the interviews are great. Some are a bit flat. Um, <laughs> yeah, know. we know. But that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> you know, but they, it's luck of the draw, isn't it? It depends on who you get on. It with, is. I suppose. And, and, and yeah. like their lack or their the amount of fame they have has nothing to do with how interesting they are either, which is kind of strange, right? Sometimes yeah, you I mean, a real that's big the thing. Like sometimes the subject matter is great, but like the delivery can be a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Um, but no, man, I, I, I've listened to every one of them so far, so. You know, it's uh, they've all been good. Apart from, I think I've got like four minutes left on one of the episodes because it was some prog rocky song at the end. I can't remember which one it was. Ah, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> the author. Yeah, the author. that's probably yeah. the SST one, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, one yeah, too, it was, yeah. Know, yeah. And he wasn't exactly a ball of fire, but the information was great. I, I felt like yeah, he had no, some I good agree. I, I'm actually currently listening to his audiobook about oh, cool. SST song about halfway through. But yeah, it's, so it's who really is he reading it, or is it like the people like? Yeah, no, it's him SST reading people. it. Oh, okay. And he did, he sounded a bit different. I didn't realize it was um, the same guy, but then I I had a look at it, and it's actually yeah, it's him, him reading it. Um, well, you know, he doesn't yeah, feel like he needs to bring his A game for our our crap. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe he got a ringer in Tom. Maybe it wasn't even him that we interviewed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Just some guy who's read the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's why he didn't tell us much. So before we get before we get too far off track, so Ben, you are working on and uh, working on doing uh, um. A zine. A zine, a zine, which yeah. a paper zine, which people our age, it's funny because you probably didn't grow up with those the way we did necessarily. But, no, not you know, at all. No, no. Paper zines were a big thing for us, but a, I think it's great, and I can't wait to see the final product. But the other thing is the you have sort of a weird physical format you want to put it in, which is very something Americans I don't think would have any any clue about. So yeah, so tell us, tell us how you want to do it. Yeah, I'll give you a, a, a bit of context to that, I suppose. Um, so in the north of England, I don't um, Neil will know about this, but you probably won't, Tom, and the guys in America won't, I would imagine. It's rows and rows of terrace houses, um, and they were either like two up, two down, or back-to-backs. So you would have multiple families in what would now be one house. Um, so to save space, they didn't have proper bathrooms. They had a tin bath, and the toilet was in a brick building at the top of the road or at the end of the garden. So, like, multiple, multiple families would share a toilet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're going that, back yeah. a bit And we're now. the we're, savages. Yeah, yeah, we're, this, we're, this, we're, this, we're not, we're not yeah. talking yesterday here. 
<laughs> yeah, this is a long time ago. You know, this. Is, I mean, before you remember like... that. Bed. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I've, oh okay, okay. I mean, my mum's got one, but her lawnmower's in it at the moment. You know, what I mean, it's yeah, not. Oh, you, it's not you. actually got a toilet in there. Um, toilets in the house. But yeah, Look so Mister Fancy Pants with your indoor, I know, yeah, <laughs> running water and <laughs> clean sanitation and stuff. Mind you, I suppose that's your area, isn't it? Tom? Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. So and on in there, they would have like on a nail or on a bit of string and stuff. They would have uh, sheets of paper to do the obvious after you've finished and um so my idea was to to use that because living in leeds the industrial north most people are aware that these things used to happen so they would use old bits of newspaper old you know toilet paper and stuff like that on a bit of string so i was going to put my zine together uh, and stitch it together at the top sort of to try and imitate that um you know that that sort of hark back to history really that's interesting um, man that's that's a really interesting yeah. concept now how's it coming along yeah good yeah so I, i've been writing a bit today actually this morning so um what i'm going to do is because i've been doing uh, ink drawings as well and i've got hmm. uh, the front cover which i've made up so i've got it's roughly about eight by eight sheet obviously you know to make it easier format to use you don't want the type too small but i'm going to scan it all in uh, to my computer, move around with the format and stuff, and then print it off. And then I'm going to take it to the local library and get it photocopied. But I'm going to try and find some like thin. Um, I don't want proper nice quality paper. I want like the nice thin stuff. Do you remember? Do you remember Viz magazine? Yes. Where it used to be that? Yeah, it was like that almost grey coloured paper. Yes, yeah, so it's like shitty newsprint. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like really cheap, high pulp paper and get it photocopied onto that, but like photocopy it twice and then use that uh, second photocopy as the master. So it's all faded a little bit and there's shadows in it and it all looks a bit rough and ready. And then use that to produce as the master then to print off the rest so of it's gonna So it's basically going to be illegible and it's going to come off on your hands. Great, great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that was where the phrase "black as arseholes" came from, wasn't it? Because yeah. people used to wipe their ass with newspaper, well, and yeah. all the ink used to come off. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, Ben. You know, I'm a bit of an amateur writer myself, and if there's yeah. any way I can contribute, because I kind of missed out on the physical zine thing, and I would love to have something that I wrote on paper rather than just in the in the you know multiverse. So, if yeah. I can contribute in some way, you let me know. I'd be happy to write something for you. Well, that's very kind of you, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate that. Add a yeah. little celebrity, a little celebrity cred. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Tom, what are you saying? Are we celebrities? Yeah. Jesus. Z level. Z level celebrities. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Hey, you know what, Neil? We might be Z level punk celebrities, but we're only six degrees separated from everybody else, right? That's true enough. Yeah, right? yeah. That's true enough. That's true. Yeah. So. And um, now you've talked to us. You're 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 also six degrees separated from everybody else, man. Jesus. Yeah. You're you're Z squared. That's good. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> So, uh, what, yeah. so what song did you pick for us today? And uh, so explain uh, the band and stuff a bit. Oh, yeah, right. So I can't remember which one I picked now because there was two I was going to go for. So it's from Negatives. Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah. So it's the Negatives. We're from Bradford. So I had loads of different songs lined up and I wasn't sure which to go for and uh, various other bits. And so the Negatives uh, was a 78 punk band from Bradford. And my girlfriend's dad is the drummer and still is the drummer. Um, so we've, um, 
yeah, so I, I've picked that because he's on that, and um, I'm trying to keep Wait, him. He must, his, he must really it. like this. Must really like this girl, Neil, huh? Yeah, I guess so. He's trying to stuck up. But no, that's cool. I like I like that seven. Yeah, I like the seventy. Yeah, we like to mix in some old stuff. You know, Neil is always turning me on though. Yeah, it, it's really good. It's a good track, and to be fair, like they they did support um, a lot of first and second wave punk groups. You know, they, they were quite friendly with Charlie Harper and the subs and stuff. And mm. um, back when they, Charlie Harper was a young guy in his fifties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, seventy-seven yeah. when he's in his fifties. Yeah, yeah. He's what is he now? Seventy-eight, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Seventy. I don't know. He's pretty old. Yeah, yeah he's like him, him he's and Iggy old, Pop though. are like the him and Iggy Pop are like the great grandpas, right? Of the scene. Yeah, I met him at a show actually, Charlie, not long ago. To be fair, in Leeds, he's a um, super nice guy, right? Yeah, really friendly guy. Yeah, yeah. His wife runs the merch booth, and um, so he nips in and out, and he's always he was watching the support band and stuff because. Um, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, that's my my song is "We're from Bradford" by so is, uh, the is, Negatives. Is, is this all? I mean, is the band still going, or not? No, not still going. No, there was uh, a different iteration, and I think there's been a bit of a fallout and various other politics. But I'm not so. Oh, uh, I can't believe know. bands are breaking over yeah. politics. That's so annoying. It, <laughs> yeah, it's it's all those internal dynamics in it, I suppose. But. Yeah, it's one of them things. But Tino still plays drums in a couple of bands, and they're still playing all the time, to be fair. He actually got asked, you know, when um, Bruce Foxton went on to form uh, From the Jam? Yep, exactly. He was asked to, yeah, he was asked to drum for them at one well, time. No he was approached in the early days for that, yeah. But he um, he turned it down because he had a you know mortgage to pay and you know a young daughter at the time and things like that. So he, he turned it down, but... I think if they asked him again now, he'd go because he's retired about a month ago and he's he's clicking his heels most of the time. So, well, I'd imagine. I mean, from the jam, play all the time. So I'd imagine. Yeah, they always do pretty well. I Leeds. guess. Yeah, they're playing. They're playing Leeds actually next month. So they're actually really good. If you yeah. like the jam at all, from the jam, we're actually yeah. even though these sound, you know, yeah. it's, it seems like it wouldn't be. They're actually really, really good if you like those songs. So. Yeah, apparently so. I've not I've not really listened to him yet, but I do like the jam. I've just not really listened to from the jam. So, yeah, that's cool. Well, I think we're going to. Uh... Why don't we play out with that and we'll yeah. say thanks, thanks so much, Ben. It was really, really great to meet you. One of these oh, cool. days, thank you very much. We are going to be all meet up at Rebellion. Yep. Yeah, that'll be mint. And raise a pint. <laughs> oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? It would. Cool. It right. Would. Well, thanks very much. Lass. Cheers, Ben. Thank you very Cheers, much. Gents. Yeah, thank you. This is the yeah, thanks, man. This is the negatives, right, Neil? I'm yep. sorry, I don't want to step on your DJ. No, that's dick. fine. So, yeah, let's listen to the negatives with "We're from Bradford."
Neil, our next guest is a bit of a groundbreaker. Why is that, Tom? You know, we've had a lot of women on the show, but we have very few women that listen to the show. I'm pretty sure it's like a <laughs> punk show, actually. Like like when you go to a punk show and there's like yep. a few women there with their boyfriends or whatever. Um, but one of our one of our listeners is Holly in California. Hello, Holly. How are you? Hi, friends. Hi. It's nice to finally I'm hear good. your voice. Yeah. Wow. It is funny. So it been is. It, it, no, it is funny because I, I almost. Well, I don't feel like I know you, but you know what I mean. I've been seeing your post on Instagram for so long now that uh, I, I know some of the things you're interested in. You know, the was it roller skating and you're always uh-huh, at the park yeah, roller and stuff. Skating. Yeah, damn straight. I know well, it's weird. I'm like I've been listening to you guys for a while now, over a year. It's gone by really quick. A year. It's been. It's, been, it's getting on for three years actually. Right. Well, I don't okay, know if you've well, been listening for three really? years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All through COVID for sure. Time flies when you're having fun. Well, it's funny because somebody new joined our like Facebook group, and I remember them asking you, "Are you like the roller skating girl from Instagram?" So, so I don't do really, <laughs> I don't really do Instagram or TikTok or any of that stuff. So apparently, you have a bit of a like cult following if you're roller skating. I it's weird. Instagram is weird because you know you only have so many friends, but your videos can get out there, and people you don't know at all can see them. And you're like, who the hell are these people? <laughs> Well, it's funny because you're really too young to be into roller skating. Like, roller skating was a thing, like, when I was a kid. Yeah. How did you, how did you get into roller skating? Um, I got into roller skating in 2010 with the roller derby thing, but realized oh, very quickly gotcha. that I don't like team sports like that. Ah, smash yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Commitment. I don't like the commitment of having to, you know, be somewhere at a certain time outside of work. <laughs> But so, I like the skate park because you can just do it whenever you want. So how do the how do the uh, how do the skateboarders take the uh, take the roller skaters? Is it all good? They like them. Yeah, yeah. they like them. Well, especially because you all cute girls. But uh, well, that's yeah, what I, I think there's say. definitely <laughs> a privilege there. Yeah, you know, it's fine for her deal. But girl. if you showed up in roller skates, they would kneecap you, man. <laughs> <laughs> like if you were actually, I doubt it works so well, right? There's not that many guys on roller skates. That's for sure. Just the guys from that Warriors movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> it is, <laughs> despite the cheesy guys on roller skates. So where, without getting too specific, you know, in just case there's some stalkers listening, where are you in California? You're like Central California or Northern California? I, yeah, I'm just south of Santa Cruz. Well, that doesn't really help. Pay, pay me a <laughs> um, Middle, uh, yeah, middle north. To, okay. It's like two hours south of San Francisco. Oh, okay. So you're between San Francisco and, okay, gotcha. And how's the weather? Is it is it nice like LA or is it is it no, kind of cloudy and wet? No, it's sixty three right now. <laughs> oh wow! Wow, yeah. we're warmer here, Tom. It's warmer wow. here? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's our our summers are pretty foggy. Hmm. It's that whole you know the I forget who said it, but they're like the coldest winter of my life was a summer in San Francisco. It's like that. It never warms up. Well, you should go oh. to England sometime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least you have sunshine there. Very yeah. very English vibes here. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah, wow. Because uh, I know when I was in where the, where the hell was I? Oh, Irvine last year, last June. It was miserable too. It was like I was expecting to be in the swimming pool every day, and it was fucking. It was like sixty degrees if I was lucky. It was. Oh, that's it weird. Because usually down yeah. there it's pretty warm. Right. That's what I was expecting. I was. I felt gypped, but I was working anyway, so it didn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so let me ask: How did you? Uh, get turned on to the show for the first time like everybody's got a different story of how they started listening to us so what's what's yours um i think i was just searching an apple podcast for punk podcast 
Huh. And there were a couple, I don't even remember the other ones that I listened to, maybe just a half an episode and I wasn't really feeling it. And then I listened to your guys's and I think that's when you guys had a good, I forget what intro song you had, but I was like, okay, now this is actually like punk music. Oh, it was the Dead Boys, I bet. When we were still I think it the was Dead Boys, it, yeah. Know? Before we got afraid that Cheetah Chrome was going to beat us up. Yeah. <laughs> well, he thought he was going to sue us because uh, he yeah. suddenly started following us on Instagram. And I was like, oh, oh my this, gosh. Is, this is kind of weird. <laughs> Because you know, funny. yeah. So, well, that's that's cool. So, how long have you been into the uh, into the scene? I guess you've, you've been a while. Because I mean, you've put up some pictures of you looking like eighteen years old and, and all punked out and stuff. So it's been a yeah. While, right? I was probably. I think I cut my hair into a mohawk when I was like fifteen. And when? when oh, I guess you don't want to tell us when that was. But is that still two thousands or nineties? <laughs> that what? was in the late nineties, probably late. early two thousands. Okay, there something around there. How'd you get into punk rock in general? Um, I got into it. My brother burned me a couple CDs that were not really punk CDs. It was like MXPX, um, probably like Weezer and some, some things like that. And that just kind of lit the spark for alternative music. And then it just kind of tumbled from there. And then I got really into like street punk. And so is that what you still listen to today? Into. Like, like, like when you go home, because I know you're you're a vinyl spinner like us, a drinker and a vinyl spinner. We have that yes. in common for sure, right? <laughs> what do you? Uh, what's your go-to? What do you put on now? I mean, you still put on street punk, or you put on um, something else? I do. I I would say I'm fifty-fifty with like street punk and power pop. Hmm. I'm much more of a '70s than like an '82 fan. Hmm. Um, but it's, you know, when you play the, the, the like, street punk for me, it's, it feels nostalgic. So I still really enjoy it, even though I don't necessarily, um, like, what they're saying, you know, like, I hate my dad and stuff. I'm like, well, I don't know if I agree with that anymore. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. still, it's you funny know, it's still works. fun to yeah. sing along to. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's funny, you know, because, like, I was just listening to Descendants, and, you know, they got that great song, song Parents, you know, Parents, mm-hmm. parents you know, they're so fucked up. And it's like, man. I my kids are older now than me when I started singing this song. Yeah, <laughs> I started listening to this song. I guess I guess I'm those parents now. What the heck, man? What happened? Yeah, yeah. you're a cool the, dad though. Change the words I, I around. I try, but man, they, I, I, it's a fifty-fifty bet on whether or not the kids would agree with you at any given moment. Yeah, I bet if we brought them on right true. now, they would they wouldn't be saying that. <laughs> it's very but, true. I have a fifteen-year-old, and she does not think I'm that cool. Oh, you have a fi- see my 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 youngest is fifteen and she's a real pain in my na- pain in my neck. <laughs> I love her. She's she's a good kid. She's just you know, it, it, you're not prepared for that angstiness to get turned against you. It's like I'm not quite over my angstiness yet. I'm not really right. ready to. Uh, I'm not really ready to deal with yours. But so exactly, is your kid into into music too or not? Have you not gotten um, into, it, into it? She's in that phase where she really really cares what other kids at school think about her uh, so while she does like music that i play she would never admit to it well, that, well that's actually a really good question so uh, as a as a as a as a, a, a parent of like a 15 year old is it cool for a kid to like punk or are they into uh like no they're or whatever into that, the hell? that weird rap stuff that's not rap yeah. oh, that's unfo- song club rapping yeah that's unfortunate I was hoping I, that I, punk was still a big thing. You know, my my kids put on a song yesterday by somebody called Young Gravy. Oh, it was Young Gravy. Lydia went. This, Lydia went to see him. Looking white dude. Yep. And I'm like, his lyrics were so. I'm like, 
if you told me this is a Saturday Night Live skit, I would believe you. That's how bad I thought it was. You know what's hilarious is that my daughter played that one of the that guy's songs yesterday, and I asked her, I was like, is this the DJ doing a joke song? <laughs> she's like, no. And I was like, it sounds so bad. Okay. It's so, so bad. So, Tom, this this will drive you insane. So, you know uh, when we were at Pleasant House Pub and we drove from Pleasant House Pub to Reggie's and we passed that new, like, big venue, that weird-looking yeah, yeah, venue old, that was there to the looks side? Like an old factory, real uh, yep. yeah, industrial-looking venue, yeah. So, Young Gravy played there probably a month after we after we were, we were there for that whatever show that was at Reggie's and Lydia happened to go what her, her one of her friends really wanted to go so Lydia went with and apparently that place was packed apparently it was like 4,000 people there for fucking young wow Lydia. yeah they were probably so, all under 18 probably <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean it's, so do you yeah. do the cool mom thing Holly and take your kid to see stuff like that or are you pretty much or do you like um, drag I have no I, I I I let my husband take her to the uh rap shows that's good <laughs> but I'll, i've taken her to stuff that she thinks is cool that's a little more alternative like alkaline trio or paramore or something like that i uh, gotcha that's a that's little softer but cool that's actually an interesting question because and and i'm we're, we'll let you go to dinner here in a minute i, I mean i know you just got home from work okay, but, no but the fact of the matter is like I meet sometimes, I do meet, you know, we had a guest on from that, from Camp Punksylvania, Neil, that uh, Terry, her name was. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, her husband's not particularly into punk. Like, she, like, so he, he, are you, is your husband not really into punk rock stuff? or is No, he, he's not really. Mm-mm. So it's like, so it's like us. I mean, my, my, I'm in the same kind of a situation. Like, my wife tolerates my habits and like, if a show's in a cool place, she'll come with me to, to it. But like, she doesn't really feel the need to go to most dives to see most, you know, divey bands that I like. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, whenever there's a show I want to go to, I buy two tickets and then decide later. I'm like, buy is he going to like this or should I bring a friend instead? There you go. There you go. So who, who, figured was, out that way. who was the last band that you went to see? Um, who was the last band that I went to see? I'm not sure off the top of my head. Hmm. It wasn't too long ago. Yeah, we just think California always looks probably like it's got like Probably the Ravagers. A, I think ra- probably Ravagers with Susie Moon. Oh, that was a cool. g- good show, right? Yeah, that was a great show. Unfortunately, it was the same night. It was in San Francisco, and it was the same night that Amel and the Sniffers played. Oh. Like two sold-out nights in a row. So the show was pretty empty. Oh, wow. Well, that's a it shame. was not packed, which was a bummer because they were awesome. All mm-hmm. the bands were awesome. But we're going to see Susie again. Uh, with Dead Boys and the Briefs in November. That's yeah, correct. Too. Yeah, looking forward to that. Unless the tour is unless the tour is falling apart because Cheetah Chrome gets into a fight with somebody or something, right? Yeah. Or, or gets into a fight with Don't us, Tom. It. <laughs> well, we're seeing them in October, so they got a better chance of making the show we're going to see Neil than making it all the way to yep. making it out west because I think they're yes. starting. I think they're starting in Cleveland, which of course you know Dead Boys start out in Cleveland. Yeah. So by sense. the time they get to us, they should still be in one piece. Yeah. No guarantees. Yeah. No and they're playing there. before they play here because they're playing here on a Sunday. The Saturday, they're playing that big, I think it's called Back to the Beach, that big punk festival oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Huntington Beach. They're playing that the night before. Huh. And then when, come is, uh, when, moment, when, so. when is that? 
It's the weekend, November 5th and 6th. Well, I'm going to try and come out for that, actually. That sounds all right. I wouldn't mind. I'm going to need a break at some point. So. I've, got, I've got three weeks to take vacation, so maybe I'll make a trip. Yeah, if you like that. sand, it's for you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you, go. That you, know, good. you can handle like 10 minutes of sun a week. No, uh, <laughs> I love the sun. What are you talking about? Um, so I tell you what, uh, tell us about the song that you pick, because it's a little bit unusual. I'd, I'd never heard of this band. I don't think Tom had either. Um, so it's a band called Firestarter from Japan. Um, it's made up of three uh, members from Teen Generate, which is also a Japanese punk band. Teen Generate's a little faster and a little more crazy. Um, but they had broken up and started this other side project, which honestly I don't know too much about other than that because I'm just rediscovering them. I li used to listen to them probably 10, 15 years ago and kind of forgot about them and just happened upon them again and I'm really enjoying listening to them. I just ordered some vinyl of hmm. them, which I way too much shipping for, but it's really hard to get in the United States. Yeah, no shit, I bet. Um, yeah, Teen Generate, for some reason I thought they were from Canada, but I, maybe that was, oh, it's Teenage Head, isn't it? Maybe there's two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Dude, I, I think there might home. actually have been a couple of Teen Generates because it was one that I thought was like in the pop punk kind of universe but i guess it could have been japanese yeah you know yeah. pre-internet we didn't know what anybody looked like no right. that's true well, so, how did you that so how did you get turned on to uh, to a japanese band in the first place you know i i have no idea hmm. <laughs> i just found them on this cd that i had burned yeah um I mean... back in the day though you know the early 2000s you would go to your friends and if they came over they would bring all their cds and you would just burn them all onto your computer oh mm -hmm. yeah and so you would just have tons and tons of music that you knew, you know, had no info on. Right. You didn't, might not even have yeah. song titles, yeah. you know, let alone an album or a band name or back of the CD booklet or anything like that. And the internet wasn't so good as it is now, where you could just no, easily you could not look anything, anything up. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. See, for so, me, for, for me, it was the same way, but it was cassettes back in the eighties, where we'd cassettes, trade cassettes yeah. with people, and we'd oh, have yeah, no absolutely. idea who the fuck we were listening to. And you yeah, know, oh, that's no the Necros. Okay. Well, and you'd always, put, you'd, always put, you'd always put one album on one side of the tape and, like, another album on the other side, right? So you'd always yeah. have, like, two just – might be, like, Dead Milk on one side and Dead Kennedys on the other. It made no sense, you know? Yeah. And you, if they're similar, you might not know who's who. Yeah, exactly. Very true. All right. So should we, uh, should we, should we say goodbye and, uh, and listen, to, listen to that song? Yeah, thanks so that's, for that's... Uh, letting me be a part of this. Super cool. Oh, no, no, thanks you're, for you're thanks welcome. for listening, Holly. We appreciate it. We yeah, we we, have, we have to hold you up as our female listener, if anybody asks. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Everyone you know, has to I aspire. have turned you guys on to some other gals, friends of mine. So that's awesome. Thank you so much. They just don't have social media. Is the only thing. Good for that. <laughs> yeah, no, they're that. better than us. It's well, it's every time somebody says they don't have social media, I'm like, good for you, but I don't get rid of mine. So I, I don't. No. Know. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Anyway, yeah. Right. Thanks, Holly. I hope, All right, I hope thank someday you. Our paths, I hope someday our paths cross in the wild. Yeah, for sure. We'll have a, we'll have a white claw or whatever you're drinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what's, so, the, sir. what's the deal with that stuff? How, you, so you don't drink beer at all? You just don't tell um, that weird No, I drink stuff? beer, but I just drink light beer or seltzer or, like, clear alcohol. Otherwise, I just, the older I get, I get a hangover. Yeah. Like you know, you, you find what works for you and you stick with it. Well, so you're saying that white claw stuff doesn't give you a hangover? No, because it's it's literally just like a vodka soda in a can. 
Well, maybe I'll have to try See, this. I, maybe I, maybe, I, you've, tur- maybe you've turned the corner on me. I might disagree <laughs> with that if you have enough of them, but... <laughs> Uh-oh, it sounds like Tom's got some experience. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, thanks so much, Holly. Hey, uh, yeah, Holly, no problem. Holly, uh, yeah, why don't, you, uh, why don't you DJ the song? Tell us what we're listening to. Oh, this it. is Teen Generate Rock's Dead. Firestarter, you mean? Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Take Boy, two. Don't, don't let her be the DJ deal. Hold this on. is Firestarter. <laughs> I think I think she's I think she's been on the hard soda already. Holy shit! Oh my god. <laughs> All right, this is clearly t- not a professional. <laughs> this is Firestarter with Rockstead. Thanks a lot, Holly. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Bye.
Neil, the next guy we're going to talk to has been seen in his underwear by 90% of the punk rockers in the state of Wisconsin. Good God. And that's Mark from Milwaukee from the DUI. How you doing, Mark? Good. I should say, uh, if you could see me now, Tom. Is Are you in your underwear? You don't have air well, I don't like to wear clothes if I don't have to. Society's <laughs> norms and shit. Come on. What are, Mark, you so, uh, are you some kind of dirty hippie? What the hell's going on? <laughs> Maybe a little. That's, I think no. it's a yes, everybody. I was the man Mark, born without a shirt on, you know? Yes. Mark and I have, have knocked back a few beers together over the last few years. Uh, matter of fact, this just this summer, uh, Scott and I uh, visited him and his wife at their lovely little bungalow on the outskirts of uh, Milwaukee. And we, uh, I think I told the tale. I'm pretty sure I told the tale of the podcast of us. Running around, drinking beer, watching the violent femmes and whatnot. So yeah, yeah. going going to uh, going to uh, small bars and stuff, right? Run a, yes, small, driving all the way bars. to Milwaukee to save driving all the way to Milwaukee to save uh, six dollars shipping on a record, that kind of thing. <laughs> that sounds kind about thing right. Us, kind of thing us Dutch, but us Dutch would like to do. <laughs> yes. we're Dutch. We're all Dutch. Yeah, exactly. the flying Dutchman. That's that's you. right. That's yeah. right. And of so course, t- the DUIs. The DUIs. You know, it's funny. I've, so I've seen the DUIs twice, Neil. And once, of course, was playing at our in-store at Siren Records, indeed, which was a lot of fun. But I think that was kind of one of those gigs where, like, anything that could go wrong did go wrong. Oh, definitely. It I was sort of like this it was mostly my fault, but too. funny. I thought the and band actually broke Pat- up that night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought well, we then- might. I thought we might too, but we had another show right after that, so. And then I went and saw him, Neil, at the, the Borsa Springer thing up in Green Bay, and it was like, it was it was so good. It was so, I don't want to say a professional, because at the end of the day, they're sort of a drunken punk rock band, but well, it, yeah. you, you kind of got to see him with like a full sound system and like a drum, a drum, bass drum that doesn't move forward one foot every time he, every time. And Mark a snare drum that doesn't break. Uh, yeah, exactly. Song. Yeah. But the one thing I did learn, too, is that Chris, the singer, doesn't care how nice the room is. He's going to hack loogies all over the floor. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. That he's got a condition, and, and that's what happens. So it's just like John Lydon. Yeah. John Lydon does the same thing, but at least he has the decency to bring a garbage can on stage that he hucks loogies into. There you go. Yeah, Chris's decency went out the window a long time ago. <laughs> so, so Mark, you and I met. You and I met what a couple years ago, like uh, the second Dummerfest, or was it? Was it the, yeah, I think it was the second Dummerfest. Yeah. Yeah, because I went to the second and the third one. Explain what Dummerfest is to most of our listeners who have no idea. I'll let Mark explain because I've been talking too much. So Dummerfest is a festival put on uh, mostly by Nick Woods from Direct Hit. Um, a lot of other people helped out, obviously. I, I was there a couple of years because I was helping out. But it was held uh, originally at the Metal Grill, which eventually turned into the X-Ray Arcade, uh, which it is now. That's in Wisconsin, right? Just by yes. Milwaukee? Yes. Milwaukee. So it's right out, right outside of Milwaukee, close to me here in St. Francis. goes Milwaukee, St. Francis. And then Cudahy, um, which smells like delicious bacon all the time because they have a, the Patrick Cudahy plant there that makes bacon. On the right day, if the, wind, if the wind is correct and you go to a show at X-Ray Arcade, all you can smell is bacon. It is, it is wonderful. <laughs> well, I remember – that's funny because I remember the first time I went there was for the second Dummerfest. And like one of the two things on the menu was bacon cheeseburger. And when you're walking in and out, like that side door to the outside, all you can smell mm-hmm. is bacon. It's like your right. whole shirt oh, yeah. was saturated with bacon. It, the whole the, the air is just all bacon. That depending on you know what what time of the day or the year it is and stuff. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's awesome. You can do worse than bacon. Is that oh, is that close to uh, where's the University of Wisconsin? Uh, that's in Madison, actually. Is that so re- is, is it reasonable? Milwaukee is in Milwaukee. That's on way on the other side of town. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, there's like, a, what's that's like uh, right by the east side of, of and kind of close to downtown. But. And the reason I ask is, but the reason I ask is because once on a talk show in on uh, Chicago radio, some guy was talking about he must have gone there when he was in college, and he said there was a dive bar where, like, on Tuesday nights they would be it would buy dollar beers and free bacon. So I was okay. <laughs> wonder if it's coming from nice. there. Yeah. There, well, there used to be a place called Comet Cafe. Um, well, it's back. To, it's back again. It was shut down during the pandemic a little bit. But on Monday or Mondays or Sundays, I don't know, one of them. No, I think it was Sundays. Either way, uh, they would have like baskets of bacon on the table at all times. Well, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what he yeah, was talking about. Yeah, it could have been about. Comet Cafe in yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, they just always – there was just always bacon on the table on, on Sunday nights. Yeah. I used to go to a bar where they had baskets of condoms on the – bar at all times if i was eating that much bacon i'd definitely need a couple condoms too because you know took took tom a couple months to figure out that wasn't chewing gum (laughs) stop there for a second what do you mean it was what what do you what do you mean just baskets of condoms free condom just like baskets up on the you know the bar you know in case you case you met some somebody nice Hmm. keep it safe now was this a strange was this a strange gay bar that you used to frequent tom (laughs) not that i remember (laughs) It wasn't that strange. I mean, it might as well have been. I don't remember ever needing any of those. <laughs> well, there you go. That was a conversation killer. So, so Mark, how did you how did you find the podcast? I I, uh, I don't know if I ever asked you that. Um, I believe it was uh, Mr. Paul Number One uh, from Boris the Sprinkler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe he uh, he, he told me, hey, I I'm gonna be on this podcast. You should check it out. Uh, oh, when, cool, when cool. you guys, yeah, when you guys had him on the show, and then uh, you know, I, I was 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 hooked ever since. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, definitely. So it's uh, we're like helps we're to, like helps to audio, have friends with uh, good musical taste, you know. Audio crack, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> audio bacon, Neil. Audio audio ba- yeah, there you go. Oh, that's yeah. that's our new tagline. Audio bacon. There you go. Yeah, love it. You heard it here um, first. What? Uh, so. What about okay? So you like it better when it's just Neil and I rapping, or you like it better when we have somebody on a guest on? Oh, um, that's a tough one. I've always thought about it because you guys talk about it quite a bit. I just, I kind of, if I had to pick, it's close, but uh, I, I pick the uh, just the bullshitting shows, you know? Yeah, that's what a lot of people go. say. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, mean, and it's always good to hear from someone you know maybe i don't know that you guys get on and, that, and you know a lot of interesting combos in in that aspect but uh you know sometimes you just uh you know you guys got good rapport so uh you know it's it's just kind of fun sometimes too well, and i guess well, every every interview is different right some interviews obviously oh. are better than others depending on oh, yeah. quality you know the guest it's just completely depends right depends on the guest yeah and you guys don't know half the time if, if yeah no. we really don't and fame doesn't necessarily equate interesting no not at yeah. all that's very true. Well, but it's it's funny though because you know I guess our goal is always oh the big guest the big guest, but the fact of the matter is a the smaller guest usually hustles more to like help promote us on social media and all that stuff, and b what I really enjoy doing and the only reason I still write at all is because I like to shine a light on these little records that won't that that'll get missed like like uh, the one you you kind of hooked us up with your buddy from Avenues. Yeah. And that's a that's a great example. People love that record. It's a great freaking record. Definitely. And it, it makes me happy to be able to sort of, you know, in our own small way, shine a light on. I know at least three, four or five people that have mail ordered that record because they heard it on the sh- on here and enjoyed the record. So that's awesome. I get a kick out of that. You so, you know, union, too. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
and, and if listen, if the DUIs ever get their crap together and make some new make some new music, <laughs> yeah. I'm, sure we can do, I'm sure we can do the same for same for you guys. <laughs> you know, all so, things I got pottery class, and you know. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, the the oh, thing I, is with you guys, you got sweater. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got yourself in a cool position where you seem to get like a lot of killer opening gigs, right? Definitely. Oh yeah, um, and th- that that helps out a lot. Um, we're actually, uh, I think November, we're opening uh, for, has not exactly been announced yet, but that's okay. That's uh, right. This won't be well, out for like another, six, another couple weeks, three, okay. four well, I, months or whatever. It doesn't really matter anyway, but we're going to be uh, opening for field day at X-Ray. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, I think that's our, okay. So, yeah, you haven't been announced, but that show has been announced. Yep. Yeah, I so, saw that. They're doing Chicago yeah. and Milwaukee, and I can't remember. They're doing like three Midwest shows. Uh, Green Bay, I think, too. Yeah, Green Bay. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah. So uh, yeah, that should be killer. Um, but yeah, no, throughout, throughout the years, we've uh, we, yeah we've gotten the open for quite a few awesome bands. You know, here uh, Green Bay a little bit because you know sometimes they're a little thin on uh, on local openers. But uh, yeah, um, the first show I ever played with the DUIs was uh, with Avenues and Mast Intruder here. Oh wow, oh, nice fun. Yeah, it was at this place called the Uptowner that we had to like hustle. Uh, cause mass intruders, uh, tour they were going to do to back like Swayze or some silly band, uh, got completely canceled. So they were like busting ass to try to like recoup a couple shows. So there was like no venues like whatsoever, but somehow we got, uh, this uptown or, uh, bar and, and a no stage, uh, just packed house. Uh, yeah, normally didn't have shows. So that was pretty awesome. Are you, are you friends what? with those guys, by the way? Because I haven't heard I haven't had anything from those guys in What's a year. What's the update on that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Green lives in Germany, so the is that right? Yeah. So they don't do uh, you know. I, 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 I get, he has his podcast and stuff. You know. Is he on the run from the law? Is that why he left the country? Yeah, that's what they'd like you to think. But uh, <laughs> uh, really, he just got like a promotion. He's like in charge of global sales or something. For some parts of <laughs> yes, he's a multimillionaire. Uh, that he, but he still wears the mask to work all the time. It's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's, Even the eradicator. He's a, he's a truest. Yeah, yeah. Eradicator. New album soon too. Well, uh, I saw but, that. yeah, I, I know a couple of those guys. Um, you know, good dudes. Well, so is, but, uh, is, yeah, is, is the band I done? What, I, I haven't heard what the plan is as far as uh, if they're doing anything anytime soon. But you know, you kind of Neil, you kind of talked about that uh, when they played that Chicago show or whatever, and there yeah. was like. In, brown and stuff yeah brown playing yeah and it wasn't yeah. it wasn't the same at all yeah right that i i know who that is too but we, we won't talk about that but it's uh yeah you know they they kind of hodgepodge put together what they could and uh you know it's still good shows and stuff but yeah i don't know what the what the future holds for them uh, I, I believe green is going to start a new band in germany and they're going to be called the kaisers <laughs> and they're going to wear those those helmets with the spikes on them and all their songs about battles of world war one it's going to be great <laughs> Oh, that would be it. That would be stellar. Definitely. Sign me. Sign I, I me up. Yep. Yeah. I mean, probably have those sick melodies, right? Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. Sick harmonies, sick melodies. So, so uh, a generic question: How did you get into punk? What was your earliest experience? Um, you know, like uh, you know, I uh, high school. It was like the booming, like Fat Records and uh, you know, Offspring, Green Day, that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I you know, was, was around a lot of that. I had, um, uh, I was in a band in high school. I was in a couple of bands in high school, but, uh, I was in one when I was a freshman and, um, everyone else in the band were seniors, 
which was killer for you know for my. That tells you how hard up they were for drummer, huh? Exactly. No, <laughs> and uh, you know those guys were were into punk and stuff, and, and I was just kind of like getting into it. Um, and uh, my one one of the guys in the band, Josh, was always like my my go to uh, for you know uh, new stuff coming out, and like, hey, you should check this out. Um, he we went to concert cafe in Green Bay. Uh, for a bunch of shows when I was in high school and stopped at exclusive company and he'd be like, hey, you should get this and like handed me like queers don't back down. And I was like, all right, sweet. And then, you know, the from there on, you know, the, the first one man army like mm-hmm. album, it's like, oh, these guys are going to be good. Check this out. I'm like, all right. So, yeah. So I had uh, some good some good uh, older friends to 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 give me guidance on on what was good and what was because you're from like small town wisconsin right yeah i'm from wausau wisconsin which is like not exactly small like around that area it's it's big it's like 40 ish thousand oh it's okay it's not that small yeah so it's not it's not real small but uh it's kind of right in the middle of the state so gotcha but yeah yeah so but i mean that was i wasn't far from uh you know, Green Bay is about an hour and a half from there, so I had a, I had a car in high school. So, hey, mom, I'm going to Craig's to study, and then uh, we go to a show. You know, so <laughs> pray the car didn't break down close to oh. Green Bay, where you had to explain to your dad why you're <laughs> <laughs> exactly yes, you know, and it there was some antics and some breakdowns, and I think I aired over a dead deer one time on the way back. Oh, <laughs> I remember a snowstorm after a gutter mouse show, and yeah, so but it was, was worth it to see the nobodies play for forty people. Correct. <laughs> Every time it was every great. time you're right. We, yeah, a lot of legendary shows there. We saw like, you know, like Teen Idols on uh, New Year's Eve a couple times. The Humpers supposed last show, even though it wasn't. Um, I don't know, ton, tons of shows. I've been yeah, Green looked, Bay had I, an amazing, amazing little scene. Yeah, I look back on I like the they had like uh, almost like biweekly uh, flyers of of the calendar. And I saved a bunch of them. Uh, we'd get them in Wassa at like the one record store we had, and. Uh, you know, I look back on some of those and like, holy, like there was some big bands that played there like before their time and stuff. And it was, hmm. uh, you know, obviously I, I couldn't, didn't have enough gas money to make it down for every show. So I, uh, you know, missed a, missed a lot of cool stuff, but also took in a lot of cool stuff, you know? So I had well, to, we never, we never thought it would end at that age, you know, we never thought no, we'd exactly. ever get another chance, right, but it exactly. is, it is weird, right? Cause touring has changed so much. So now you get a punk band that, They'll, they'll go on tour for like two weeks for the whole year as opposed to when we were kids where yeah you get a show in Green Bay you get a show in Grand Rapids because they had to play somewhere on Tuesday nights and they were out on the road for 20 weeks or something stupid you know oh yeah no you it's have just to have a some, different some, world yeah you have to have some kind of backing or you know really save uh, all the money from your summer job to, to go I guess on that gas station gig now, ain't exactly yeah. uh, gonna pay for the tour right no yeah not yeah so 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 okay so before we say goodbye, so okay, what are the DUIs? You got some. You're open for Field Day, which is sweet. Field Day is playing the Cobra Lounge too, Neil. By the way, Cobra Lounge. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll definitely yeah, go to that. We, uh, Love Cobra very Lounge. intimate. Smaller than X-Ray. I mean, that's a small place. Yeah, we also we have a. I think we we're not 100 percent booked yet, but I think we have a Chicago show at Liars Club coming up. So uh, I'll uh, opening for someone or like a. Uh, or we're not sure. It's a it's a couple bands and a guy we know. Uh, from uh, uh, Death in Memphis, okay, um, is uh, asking us to play. So uh, we're cool. three, we're three quarters uh, confirmed for that, and uh, so we'll probably play. I forgot the date on that, but uh, I'll let you guys know for future. Sounds good. Shows is it, shows. Is, it is it soon? Although, or is it or is it months away? 
No, it's I think it's in November. Okay, cool. So uh, yeah, so we're or maybe October, October. Let me hold on one second. Is just October fourteenth. It's gonna be October fourteenth. October fourteenth. Oh Correct. wow, Neil, I'm that. You know what? I'm gonna be in town for the fifteenth. I might have to come in a day early. Ooh boy. Because the Dead Boys, Ooh, the Jack. Dead Boys, Briefs and Susie Moon are playing Chicago that Saturday. Oh actually, right, yes. Because actually, I'm it's not Chicago. It's freaking Lombard. Lombard, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm yeah, I'm going. I think I'm gonna go to the Green Bay one. So maybe the- maybe we can. Yeah, Neil. I tell you what. I will see how it goes. But maybe I'll come in a day early and we'll go hang out with these guys. That would be cool. Yeah, I, uh, I'll take the day now, off work for sure. Now I drank with the DUIs guys in Green Bay, but Mark brought his wife, so they kind of retired early. But next thing I knew, Chris is taking a selfie of us, and it's like two in the morning, and we start drinking at like two in the afternoon. Oh, good. That sounds <laughs> good time great. with those fellas. Yeah, that, that happens a lot. Luckily, we were literally right across the street from the hotel, so there was no no DUIs that night. Question Just is, what, where's, a little where, bit of where's pants on? That's the question. A little bit of crooked walking back to the hotel. That's all. <laughs> so I'll tell you what. So you picked out a, a song by one of your buddies, Mark. Why don't you tell us uh, tell us a little bit about this song? Yeah, so uh, The Slow Death uh, from Minneapolis, uh, one of my favorite bands, and uh, I'm friends with Jesse uh, Thorson, who has a, a lot of a lot of bands out of the Minneapolis. Is that like Pretty Boy Thorson? Pretty Boy Thorson, the Fa- Falling Angels. Yep, exactly. Okay. But uh, yeah, so Slow Death is like the more like uh, – punked up kind of version of that uh and uh they've been around for quite a while um just put out a a record on casual uh, or on rad girlfriend called yep. uh, casual majesty uh majesty and uh this is gonna be a song uh off that album uh we'll give them a little uh little little pull little push here uh it's called make them go away Excellent. So, hey we're going to spin that in just a minute, but hey, thanks thanks for talking to us, buddy. I appreciate yep. it, and we enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, I'm sure if we don't catch up sometime later this year, I'm sure there'll be something in 2023 where we have a chance to have a couple of PBRs, huh? Oh, I have no doubt. Yes, we'll uh, we'll make it happen no Great. matter what. That's for sure. Cheers, Sounds Mark. Sounds good. Thanks for coming. Thanks, right. Mark. Thanks, boyos. Okay. All right, man. We'll see you. Yep. So, yeah. This is, so this is what, Neil? This is Slow Death? Slow Death with Make Em Go Away.
Hey, our next uh, hey our now. next guest our next guest Bill. <laughs> hey now, um, he and I spent uh, a couple weekends ago. We spent a good weekend getting sloshed together. And this is Chris from Good Men Doing Nothing, who lives in the uh, ritzy suburbs of Baltimore, I believe. Right, right, Chris? Yeah, we call it Glen Burnie. Is is that is that nice or is because that, that's like a, I mean I don't it's, know it's like, like the grittier dirtier like before you get to the nice part of the suburbs. Gotcha. Like like nobody around here has a boat. Is no a, no boats. Is there a fa- is, <laughs> is there a famous skate park there? Because for some reason I've heard of Glen Burnie before. Well, you got Lansdowne was the classic bowl we, right. we all grew up with. Bucky used to skate and stuff and. That yeah, that, I actually took my son to the 40th anniversary of that place, and it was really cool. The, that neighborhood has kept that alive. But we have so many now; it's ridiculous. Right. How far is Lansdowne from you? Oh, maybe 15 minutes. Wow. See, that's one of those classic 70s parks that's still around. There's not many of them, Tom, but that's uh, that's oh, a classic yeah. old mellow bowl paper. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super nice. The only thing I know is, is Pipe Bomb on Lansdowne. The song was that about the skate park, or was that some like <laughs> Irish Revolutionary stuff? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you're laughing at me like I should know. I don't. I swear. That's all right. <laughs> um, so Chris and I met. Actually, why don't you tell me where we met, Chris? Because oh, I'll, nev- it, yeah, I'll never go back to that. I tell this story because I think I recollect it a little better. For some I'll reason. never go back to that horrible place, but I did meet some people that I've made some enduring friendships with, which is cool. So anyway, well, it's ahead. really it's an insane story from my perspective, and I I won't make it too long, but but uh, well, sure we were waiting won't. to get into sure you place. Won't. And you, you've told the story before about waiting to get into um, what, Camp Anarchy or whatever it was. Yeah, Camp And uh, everybody had to throw their beer out, so everybody's down in their beers. So I'm behind these uh, these two big guys with a sloppy seconds like license plate thing. <laughs> Guess <laughs> and, who that could be. <laughs> well, I get – I'm just a – you know, I'm just a dumb punk fan. I'm thinking I'm going to run into a ton of bands with this thing, right? Yeah. So I naively in my state, I was just like, hey, uh, are you guys sloppy seconds? <laughs> Tom, you like, should have played that off, mate. You should have said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Tom gave me the finger. And, and, and that <laughs> I, I was don't it. remember that, but I was I don't remember that. But I was shotgunning beers literally as fast as I could yeah. put them down my throat. So. <laughs> Tom just gave me the finger. And that was like the end of that. And then uh, I'm in the beer garden or something. And so they have this tasting. So those pumpkin drubbing things, they have like this three-hour tasting or something where you can basically down as many tiny beers as you can yeah and the weird thing is neil like i i i read i would look at punk news like you know every other week and Mm -hmm. i would just kind of look for tom's reviews sure and he was like really one of the only because he just kind of you know you guys both but it's just kind of our age group right right so like uh I'm sitting here in the beer garden talking to this guy, and I swear we were talking for like two hours off and on and bullshitting until I find out this is a guy I read on the fucking toilet every day. <laughs> he thought, he, until then, he thought I was BA. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yep. Yep. Well, that's pretty good. So, yeah, but yeah so that, we, that was pretty cool. Chris is smart. He doesn't do social media. So, we, uh, we exchanged, we've been exchanging texts for the last few years, and we got together, uh, Last year at Savage Mountain, of course, we got together at Punk Rock Bowling last year, and it's like become kind of an annual tradition for us to uh, meet somewhere in a heterosexual way in the middle of the country and have some fun. Yeah, yeah it's been cool. Yeah. You know, like that weird uncle that you, you see every eight <laughs> There you go, Tom. You're officially the weird uncle. You're like four <laughs> years younger than I am, Chris. <laughs> 
He's, he, I'm his Uncle Marv, Neil. There you go. Yeah. yeah. You're going to take him out of the boat. Take out my boat. <laughs> I can't pull over by the cops. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Hey, so, so Chris. The, the best line in that was what Tom said. If you're from San Francisco here, you know, the cops, he said the cop was looking at him like he had a dick in his mouth. <laughs> I mean, why else would you say from oh, from San Francisco unless you're insinuating their game? <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, officer. I mean, unless it's a salsa commercial, nobody cares. If you're yeah, you're certainly not telling someone that they don't know how to boot if they're from San Francisco, <laughs> right? I mean, the funny thing is, my other uncle who was driving the one who actually got pulled over, he like owns a part of a sailboat. Like he's like a he, he's a he's a seaman. He knows. He oh knows. boy, there we go. He's a pirate. He sails the seven seas. Well, there so, we go. so Chris, when we met, I wasn't doing this podcast yet. I think so. So you you you've been there since the beginning, right? I think you've been there. since Oh August. yeah, so, yeah. And I was psyched to to jump on board because I wasn't I wasn't even really listening to podcast. I had done a podcast many many years. Yeah, ago. I remember you seeing that. It was with my buddy right? Chad that was in hot tub vomit with me, and, and we actually that, did that for six years. Wow. And. Uh, and it was a weekly podcast. Wow! Holy shit! For six yeah, you years, you can still wow. find some old episodes. They're floating around different places, but it, I mean, it definitely was the kind of thing that you know we're all big Sturm fans, and oh, we yeah. were just being inappropriate. And we, it, but it was funny because, and I'm sure you guys feel this too. The cool part was it made us want to live more adventurous lives. Yes. So we oh, had yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. to fucking talk about. <laughs> yeah, we were. Yeah, we were just talking about that the other day on episode 189, actually. <laughs> Well, and it's, yeah. it's it's like it's it's cool to show up places and know a bunch of people. You yeah, know? that is true. Yeah, so it makes going to gigs a lot more fun, for sure. So, so do you like it when we have like guests on more, or do you like it when it's just Neil and I just you know arguing like an old married couple? I I like I like both. It all depends on the guests sometimes. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, some are definitely more difficult. Than <laughs> yeah, we know, we, yeah, we we know that too. I don't, only just, I don't, only so I don't well. like it when Tom's starstruck. <laughs> oh no! Well, look no, when Tom gets starstruck, it's a little much. It's funny too because when I get starstruck, it's usually somebody that nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like. But you're like stepping on, you're fumbling. My, my kids are so warped, you know. Like, like my kids think the slo- think the sloppy seconds are the Rolling Stones, you know. Yeah. Like I, I love it when Neil gets annoyed with stuff, and I think his annoyances should be like regular segments. I've written it about that before. We've we've talked about that having like a what's annoying Neil kind of segment at the end or something. Yeah. But we're trying to keep it positive here, Chris. It's, yeah, I write you guys a lot of weird emails. Dude, That's... that last email is so funny. If I could figure uh, yeah, out a way, I'm so to... sorry. I, I couldn't get my spelling right. I was laughing. Well, if if we could figure out a way to read that sort of redacted, because I'm trying to sort well, of. Well, that's what I was trying. That's piece. how I was trying to write it. But I uh, guess it I wasn't that subtle, my friend. It was not that subtle. <laughs> I think people are going to be able to put two and two together. See, and because you sent it three times, I was thinking there was something I wasn't getting. Like there was like some subtle <laughs> no, twist. Trying to get a spelling right. <laughs> oh, and that's all it was was spelling. <laughs> that's funny. Dude, you got to stand by your original bad spelling. That's more funny. But anyway, yeah, oh, Chris yeah. recently sent us a great funny letter, and it was—it's amazing that crazy in the brains thing. Like, I, I don't think we've ever gotten so much feedback about an artist that's so like obscure, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. But I think it's because I kind of talk bad about them, and you know, and and I, it, but it's, it's we've got a lot of feedback, most mostly all positive. Yeah, yeah. He was that was, he was a good interview, and it was cool to get that insight. Yeah, uh, I still disagree with changing the lyrics to the covers. But well, yeah, hey, that's man, a little different. To each well, is it. Well, and the <laughs> other thing is, 
people are coming out in such strong support of them that I think I'm going to have to start hating them again. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it was it was it was definitely one of those. He actually reached out to us and it was like, yeah, it's oh, weird. Do we, do we do this or do we not do this? And, then, you know, it's like, listen, it could be interesting. And, and it was. And we I kind of I, I trust my gut. And it, it, a lot of times when it comes up, because Neil, a lot of times be like, dude, are you sure you want to do this? It hasn't happened lately so much. But in the early days, I'd, I'd say, there's something here, man. Trust my gut. Trust my gut. <laughs> yeah, pass the base guy. <laughs> 90% of my time, it's right. But 10% of the time, I get punched in the gut, you know? well, It's it was, all interesting. You know, it's all good. Listen, good. the pass the base guy, that was like charity work. That was like if, yeah, we, if we end up in front of a judge, character witness for us. <laughs> I Dude, I got a dream guest. Who's that? Uh, for you guys, and it's Dwayne Peters. Oh, no, yeah, believe me. And we would love I, that, Dwayne, actually. That's one thing you guys have. I mean, even though Niels talked about his skateboard history and stuff, like, you guys, like, to get that interview and do the the musical side and the skate history side with, I think that would be killer. Yeah, well, if, it up, man. if you can line get him up, to talk we'll like a normal person. Yeah, after we got the Godoys on, I actually thought that maybe they might be able to give me a link to Dwayne to get Dwayne on the show. Um, yeah. He's a little bit out there, so I guess it probably depends mm-hmm. what day you get him on. But uh, I would love to do that, man. I would love to have Dwayne on the show. Yeah, I got a picture of me and him. I hung it in two different places in my house because it makes me laugh so hard. I. I <laughs> I took a, they were booked for two different venues and I was in Florida on vacation with my family staying at like some Airbnb. Each venue was like an hour in two different directions. Hmm. And I had no idea where the bombs were going to show up at, right? <laughs> so we, we took a gamble. We called both venues and, and like the one guy, was like, they're definitely going to be here. They're definitely. So we go, me and my brother took an Uber for like an hour and it was a, first time i saw the bombs it's in this little tiny uh club and great show he sounded awesome the show was amazing everything was amazing and i go up to like meet him when he's getting off stage and he's covered with beer and sweat and i go up and i'm like Dwayne, and he goes these motherfuckers I'm going to take care of these motherfuckers right now. And that his big, tall girlfriend, the girl, I guess. That was Corey Parks. Yeah, Corey Parks. Yeah, yeah. She came over and she's like, just give him about 10 minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I walked away. I walked away. And then I, I waited 10 minutes because I just I really wanted to meet Dwayne Peters. I, and so uh, I walked back up and he was, he was great. You know, cigarette hanging out of his yeah. mouth. Put, put me in a headlock and. It was just just killer, man. It was a great night. So how how short is he? Because I, in that one video, in his video, Tom, it's the funniest thing, man. In the video, because he's got like a documentary story of his life or whatever. And it was when he was oh, married. Oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. But it's when he was married to Corey Parks. And uh, she's probably about 6'5". And he looks oh, like he's yeah. about 5'2". So it looks that was like, the Nashville pussy, yeah. the Nashville pussy base. Player. Yeah, exactly. And it look yeah. it, it looks like a mom walking a walking walk a five year old kid <laughs> to school. When they're walking hand in hand. It is the he funniest fucking thing. He dove right into that, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, it's yeah. funny because when Chris and I met, he took a selfie of us. And then later he sent me like a a picture of like like Chris and I. And then it was like Chris and I and Chris and Dwayne Peters and Chris and some other famous punk rock people. I'm like, wow. Oh, man. yeah. I got Greg getting up on the wall here. Yeah. yeah it's like, like, dude, I'm like. 
and like, like he he like I'm like, this he really stroked my ego. It's like, wow, he's put, he put me in some really good company. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of nobodies still. Well, he's, oh. well, you don't have to say that. Dude. You don't have to say that. <laughs> he's, he still thinks you're in sloppy seconds. He thought you were in sloppy seconds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I tell people. <laughs> that's the wig he puts on for the show. That's me and B A. Into the bleach. So anyway, hey, so what do you got? What do, what do you got coming up? So your band is Good Men Doing Nothing. I saw you play a couple weekends ago. You uh, you seem to be kind of getting a little more aggressive musically, but I know you have like a like like where are you guys at right now? What, what where are we at? Are you playing some cool gigs? Uh, it, we're just you know we're in a take what we can get type of phase, but that was really good for us. Shout I'm not talking about Gary. your sex life, Chris. I'm talking about your band. <laughs> oh, oh well, nice. luckily there's more going on with the band. Yeah. I, <laughs> at least the band has a weekly practice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If the, <laughs> I'd be worried about the band if that was the case. No, yeah. no, I, it, it's really been great. That uh, Savage Mountain thing, which was, oh, my gosh. It, it was, was so cool to have to, like, earn your your way into that. You know, it was just so rewarding. We didn't have anybody at that freaking thing, at that uh, Battle of the Bands thing that they did, that was, that we brought with us. You know, but now you're uh, now you're insiders, man. I mean, like I'm going every year now just for the pool party. Yeah, so, I mean, just being on other people's turf and knowing they have like people there and to get second place was kind of felt really good. And then wow. you know to be able to play on Sat and open Saturday. You know, I mean, if you got to open right, and, and to have a to have an only place. slightly inebriated Tom Trauma heckling you for the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, I mean, it, it went well enough that we, you know, we did some good networking. A lot of the bands are so great. I mean, we, we're in a great scene, man. I mean, that's all there is to it. Well, as of, you know, when we did our top five, I couldn't help but notice that my two top bands are both from Baltimore this year so far. I mean, it's there's a lot of year left yet. But but yeah, between the Ravagers and the Meth Rats, like, wow, the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, they just on. need to start showing up for shows in Baltimore. They, oh, you know, people? People yeah, need I think to that's start showing though. up for shows. Yeah, I think that's I mean, everywhere, dude. It's a pandemic. It's it's like people are scared or like a lot of people our age just retired, you know? They're yeah, just but, sitting home drinking Sam's Club vodka by the half gallon. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> well, that is me, but I still go to shows. Yeah, I was going to say the drinking pot anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but that was cool. So we're probably going to get a lot of firsts out of this. I mean, you know, we might maybe Richmond, uh, Chupascaba reached out to us. And, you know, it's it, it's just been cool. You yeah. know, uh, Pat Termite was yapping on the phone with Justin the other night. So who knows? Maybe we'll get yeah, to Justin's play with a big net, guys. Justin's a big networker, man. He's the kind of guy you need out there. Uh, I mean, when he's not telling highly inappropriate stories in front of children, he's definitely the guy you uh, <laughs> want out there talking up the band. Yeah, he is. He he has no shame about it. And since we are the bottom feeders of the scene here, we, <laughs> we'll take what we can get for sure. Well, everybody, the good thing everybody's is about, been great. The good thing about having a band at, at your age now is it's like not like there's any expectations. It's not like you're mm-hmm. going to get signed to Warner Brothers or something. You know? It's <laughs> yeah. just like you're just doing what you want to do. It's which is cool. Oh, exactly. And it, and the big thing that we talk about uh, is that like the mental health aspect of it. It was so good for everybody. I mean, we started it right before the pandemic. And, so for your drummer, he still seems pretty mental. <laughs> well, he's a, he's a drummer. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, I mean, you know, you take a bunch of middle-aged dudes, you got a couple of business owners and, you know, Justin's situation, and we've got some other friends that are in different situations, and, you know, I 
I was in my situation and it was, it was just really cool. We weren't all getting together, hanging out, you know? Um, so it became like a poker night and then it became like a, you know, a real thing. And now we're all very excited about it. So it's that's awesome. Man. Yeah. That's great. Well, I'll tell you what we've, we've long gone over our time limit, but I'm looking forward to wherever we hang out next year. I don't know where that's going to be yet, but uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe so, it'll be in Nashville. Maybe it'll be in Baltimore. Maybe it'll be in, Savage Mountain, who knows? Somewhere. Who knows? So we'll tell you I tell you what, tell us a little bit about the band that you've selected to play this to play the song you're gonna play. Well, I gotta be honest with you, it's just uh I never dug too deep into them, a Molotov cocktail. I just have I have a handful of records that I keep in a separate case and mm-hmm. they're like ones that I play, you know, like every month and I don't wanna go looking for them. And it's got like Reagan Youth in there. It's got, I don't know if you ever heard this, cutest band in hardcore, Chronic Sick. Have you ever heard of Chronic uh-uh. Sick? I have not, no. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you probably won't buy the album by looking at it, but man, it is fucking awesome. I'll, have to, I'll send Tom a picture of it. <laughs> but yeah, there's certain albums that I just play a lot. And this is just one of them. And I never really did do a deep dive into Molotov cocktail, but uh, do you know where they're I from? Uh, I would imagine San Francisco. Okay. Uh, Why? Because they're sort of gay. <laughs> <laughs> they like boating, apparently, exactly. with Uncle Marv. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just sound like a. I mean, they got that. They're definitely. I don't know why it's on the CBGB label. I don't. I'm gonna. CBGB I'm gonna label. Google it. They're from like Delaware. Yeah, that would be great. No, I really never looked them up very much, but uh, but no, I dig this album a lot. So I figured if you go put me on the spot, I'd go with something I listen to a lot. Sounds good. Well, I'll tell you what, man. We've once again long gone over our lot of time, but it was great yep. talking to you, dude. And we'll uh, we'll catch up later. And this is what Neil this Molotov is cocktail, Chris? and the song is called My Life. Molotov so, cocktail. Yeah. My Cheers, life. Chris. Later, guys. All right. Thanks, see man. Ya. See ya. Peace. Spilling all over It's that I go 
Neil, are you ready to go to the other side of the world, my friend? We are. We are going to fly to the other, directly on the other side of the world. For the first time, we have someone from Australia on the show, right? Yes. How you doing, Matt? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for chatting, guys. Yeah, well, it's, it's funny, right? Because we Australia is one of the top five countries that listen to us. My son was actually mocking me. He's like, well, of course, it's like one of the top five biggest English-speaking areas. I'm like, well, okay. I was <laughs> Okay, Mr. Smartmouth. But the fact of the matter is, <laughs> Neil has been so vicious about Australia, I suspect we also have the most haters in Australia, too. Like, uh, <laughs> No, it's all love, like man. A, like <laughs> a cabal it's a hard time, Australia coming to it. We can yeah. take it. It's What's right. up? That's right. They have all kinds of poisonous snakes and killer kangaroos and stuff. They can take a <laughs> killer kangaroos. I think that was a, a wrestling guy. tag team. I think. <laughs> so, so when Neil makes fun of your country for being a bunch of criminals, do you a agree or b get offended or c just laugh, man? I uh, just laugh, man. That's yeah, it's funny stuff. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. No, it is yeah. because I mean, it, we're, we're, we are allowed to listen from the prison. It's, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's exactly. what, we, that's what we were asking car. yesterday. We were asking if, if this was going to be your one phone call. <laughs> <laughs> so how does how does someone in Australia find us, Midwestern USA folks? Yeah, uh, I, I think, yeah, I started listening to you guys from the Punk News podcast. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, and the best... stolen, stolen radio, right? Stolen <laughs> yeah, See, he, right. he's doing it more than me. He's doing it more than me. Do you hear that? I'm getting in the spirit, Neil. Yeah, there, you the go. Spirit. there you go. <laughs> no, but so do you do you still listen to that one, or did you pretty much give up on that one? No, no, I still listen to it. I mean, uh, the best segments were when Neil wrote in and ranted about, you know, how non-punk the Punk News podcast was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I like John. He's a, he's he's a he's obviously a very passionate music lover. So, you know, I can still get takeaways from that. Interesting. Um, and I always like Tom's down-to-earth take, you know, on, yes. on everything. So when I heard you guys were doing something, I, I jumped over. Um, but, yeah, punk punk can be fun, right, and funny and, sure. you know, get mm. on the cans and have a mosh, that type of thing. There you go. Get on, hold on a second. Let's, let's run that one back. Get on the cans and have a mosh. What is <laughs> you, mean, have a, you mean have a drink? Have a, is that what you mean? Get on the cans, yeah. Get on the cans, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. There you go, Tom. You well, learned something today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can impress you can impress your son with that. Who listened to the? Was he listening to Australian podcasts or something? Oh, I think it's the accent is sort of charming to the ear. You know, it is. It is. Uh, yeah, the Australian or the South African. Yeah, they're both all right. Yes. Hmm. How about the English, Tom? Uh, I I said what I need to say. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a delight. There's two, there's, there's some English accents are charming, most are not, and then when you mix it with some bastardized Illinois, I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say, Neil. I, I, I didn't really want to break this to you in a public forum, but you know. <laughs> After 190 episodes, what you giving up on the thing? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I got a joke for you. Go ahead. Uh, so you've heard of a Liverpool kiss, obviously. Yes, yes, sir. Have you heard of an Australian kiss? Australian kiss? No. What is that? Kicking sort the ball like a French kiss. It's it's like a French kiss, but down under. Hey, Ooh. there you go. <laughs> good. I might offend some it's, of your uh, delicate listeners. Good one. Hey, so so it's so, great, so it's great because it's like Australian and like a dad joke. Yeah, there so you like go. A dirty yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly. A dirty dad joke, a dirty Aussie dad joke. So hey, we're, we're in that huge, huge country that you live in. Whereabouts are you? So I'm I'm from Sydney. 
Okay. Um, so I was right in the inner west of Sydney, which is like the beer mecca. That's where all the craft breweries are at the moment. Okay. Um, and they've got a pretty good, pretty good scene there. Um, nothing like you guys. Um, but I recently moved out about an hour and a half out of Sydney. So I live in the Blue Mountains. The Blue hmm. Mountains. That sounds that sounds quite lovely. Is it in the it out, is, is it is it in the outback? <laughs> it is. It is a bit outback. Yeah. It's it a is. Bit of Aussie Holy bush. shit. <laughs> It's where the, the three sisters are. I don't know if you if you've uh, if you know about what, that, but what are those yeah. your girlfriends? <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. Tom. I'm not from Tasmania. <laughs> so so you're so you're an hour and a half out. So okay, so you and I you we and I talked a minute ago, and you and I are the same age. So an hour and a half is a pretty long way to go to a show at this point in our lives, right? Like that's a long. Yeah, drive. it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit out of the scene, I'd say now, but um. Look, I still still get in. I actually bought a ticket to go see um, Circle Jerks. They they're playing in in the city. Um, so yeah, and but they're backed up by Pennywise. I, I would have preferred if because uh, aren't they touring now with the Descendants? Seven. Well, they did. A, I know they did a couple shows with Descendants, but the the main, the majority of the touring was with Seven Seconds and Negative Approach. Oh yeah, see that would have been great if yeah, that was coming cool. out. I, I don't um, mind Pennywise, you know, but and they're they're huge down here. Like they've just got this everywhere, big bro following, for, you know. They're huge everywhere except for on the Pug Die Die podcast. As far as <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> Apparently, so yes. so will you will you stay the night? We spend the night and get into the cans. Yeah. You take yeah. it easy and drive home. Yeah, no, I'm gonna get on the cans and stay the night. There you go. That's the only way to go. That's why that's why you think I'm going to Chicago so much. It's not to visit Neil. It's because uh, I want to get on the cans and I want to. <laughs> Sleep at the Hilton. He does, the and, he, and, and he does get on the cans in the cans, and then he fucking throws the cans away. Good Sleep Lord. in a pile of cans. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> hey, I'm look. I'm looking at a picture of the three sisters now. Wow, this actually looks. Uh, this kind of looks like the Grand Canyon, Tom. It's, it looks absolutely yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, it is interesting. Yeah. It's, it's actually older than the Grand Canyon. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Not I mean, Charlie big. Harper can barely not remember. That's how old it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Charlie, Charlie Harper was there when it was nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like a green Grand Canyon. Yeah. Wow. It, it's actually really nice. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. You've actually got some culture over there. So, um, so <laughs> that's the most. That's by far the most insulting thing you've said so far, Dio. Well, I, okay. So you're old enough. You're old enough to remember Dame Edna Everidge, right? Who the hell was that comedian? That Australian comedian. Oh uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Dame Edna. Uh, Barry Humphreys. Barry Humphreys, yeah. He dressed up as a woman called Dame Edna Everidge. But he also did yeah. another one as the um, Australian Minister of Culture. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, like yeah, yeah. A big disgusting slob with like stains down yeah. his front and stuff. I can't remember what he called himself, but yeah, he was funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was yeah we've, got a, we've got a, a long history of drag over here. <laughs> you heard it there first, Tom. It goes, See? goes back to the prison thing, probably. So yes, Tom yeah. won't let it drop now. <laughs> <laughs> so so do you like it better when it's just neil and i talking to each other or do you like it when we have one of our many fabulous celebrity guests yeah look uh, uh I, I i like hearing about your adventures like it makes me pretty jealous the, the the all the bands that you guys get to go and see and you know our so scenes a lot smaller drunken drunken sleepwalking in the hotel yeah, all that sort of stuff <laughs> pants are optional yeah. Um, but yeah like, like the punk rock bowling rundown from last year that was pretty awesome i loved hearing about that i really want to go to that so that's on my to-do list 
That's fun, um, man. But, maybe maybe we could join you next year. Yeah, I'm yeah, May, May next yeah. year. Yeah. Why didn't they do it this year? I don't know. It's a very very good question. You uh, know, one of the brothers. No one knows. Well, one of the Stern brothers left the organization, and I think between that and COVID, I, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. Right. But I think anyway, it's I couldn't still, make it this year, so it's good. Anyway, I think I'll, it's still yeah, difficult to get the. The thing with punk rock bowling, they usually have a lot of the older English bands, and I still think it's difficult to book foreign bands. That's kind of what I'm thinking, but I guess that's just speculating. So, yeah, hopefully next year it'll be back to full strength, and they'll be able to get those seventy-year-old English guys like Rebellion Fest does. Well, something. I mean, it would be nice yeah. if, if if they had a little bit of that. I think this year coming up, you know, because there was none of it last year, right? It was. Uh... We shall see. Yeah, we shall see. You know? Yeah, we'll have, any of we'll you going to Rebellion? That was like last weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a couple of weekends ago. Yeah, I mean, we talked yeah, yeah. we talked about it, but I don't know. There was just too much other stuff going on. But you know, thinking about it for next year, I, I guess it depends if we do um, if we do if we do punk rock bowling. It might be difficult to do both in the same year. I'm not sure, but uh, we'll see. I, we, you know, we t- we had seriously considered rebellion, but the thing is, for me, it was going to be like a two week. You know, to bring my wife, like do a whole big trip. And it just seemed a little too iffy to kind of lay out that kind of money and not know how things were going to be. So we kind of honestly, I chickened out, dude. I chickened out. Yeah. And and, and I think, you know, if you took your wife, her first trip to Europe or whatever, she wouldn't want to spend a week in Blackpool. I can guarantee it. I heard Blackpool. Blackpool is the Vegas of the uh, Northern England. If it looks like a good festival, eh? oh, it does look like a good festival. Tom, it's not the Vegas. It's like um, some cut rate casino in like Iowa or something like that. Des Moines, the Flint, Michigan. Yeah, Flint, uh... Michigan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The other thing is, I do want to someday go somewhere where I'm the young guy. Like, and you go to Rebellion. Holy cow, we're like the spring chickens over there. (laughs) Yeah, you go. That might be true. So, have you ever been to England, Matt? Yeah, yeah, I've just been to London and uh, Bath. I've been to Bath. Bath, yes. It's very nice, isn't it? It's a nice city, Bath, I yeah. have to say. Yeah, yes. Depending where you're from in the country, it's either Bath or Bath, yes. <laughs> Indeed. So, and are you and are you a cricket fan? Cause yeah, I just, I'm a big cricket fan. You are? Okay, good, 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 good. Okay, so do you think... We won the Ashes, mate. Uh, yeah, well, I, dude, they said... They, they... <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not really much of a competition anymore, is it? Uh, Even though with our new with our with our new uh, with a new impetus, who knows with uh, with our new captain and stuff, and the way they're playing right now, who knows? Yeah, next year yeah. we'll get you next year. Start winning again, then it's a competition, I guess. Yeah, exactly right. Well, you got to come to England next next time, so we'll see. Yeah, Start I guess I, some of the other episodes I liked is the, the interviews you've done with like the Joe Queer. That was amazing. Yep, he was, that was that was a big awesome. one for us. Uh, the Godoys. How good were those guys? Ah, they were great too. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, yeah, love those that guys. Was funny. Yeah. If and anybody could, if, if you could survive the, if you could survive the Godoys episode, you're gonna be with us for life because that's the one <laughs> like I think probably lost people on. And, yeah. and how's uh, uh, John, the natural born shit stirrers? How many, <laughs> how many sea bombs can you, you know, <laughs> lay down in you the? Know, we should have John back on, Neil. Yeah, we should. We should. Yeah. 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 He's a he's a damn, he was a damn fine guest. My favorite one and, was Daglo's front man. Oh, he was great too, the Cretan. Yeah, he was he's Love a smart Cretan. dude. He was, he was really good. 
But man, trying to keep up with him was crazy. He just started telling stories and just went off. It was like he didn't have to be interviewed. We didn't have to be here. He was just yeah. talking. But he was gonna do a he was gonna do a show, and all we could do was slow him down a yeah. little bit. That's exactly like right. Todd Evans, like the Guar guy. Yeah, I don't know if you remember the Guar guy. Guess. Yeah, yeah, that was good too. Yeah, nice guy. It was. I felt like we were being violated, <laughs> well, but in a good way. Well, there you in a go. guy in a rubber monster costume. Well, there you go. So. <laughs> Tell us, what's the deal with also with Aussies and New Zealanders? How come you guys hate each other so much? Seeing as you're so close, I'm, I'm actually going there in uh, next month, in two weeks. Oh yeah, for some snow sports, some some extreme snow sports. So it's winter there. See, that's so weird, oh, right? Yeah. Now? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I always forget. Yeah. No, we don't hate New Zealand. It's a love hate relationship. Um, we only hate them when we play them in rugby. Ah, the All Blacks. Indeed. Yeah, but we've got the Anzac spirit. Yeah, that's true. Anzac, yeah. I, yeah. I can tell you, I've never been so lost <laughs> listening to two guys talk as I have in the last five minutes listening to you guys talk about your colonial sports, <laughs> pre-colonial. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny, Tom, right? Though you know that New Zealand is super close to Australia, right? But they sure. have but they have this, and the flags are almost identical for God's sakes. But they have this, yeah. uh, they have this weird like competition almost hatred with each other it's very interesting actually well people in wisconsin hate people in illinois you know what are you gonna do well you know what we hate them too how do you like that yeah Bastards. cheeseheads there you go yes so what do we need so say who do you want to hear us who do you who do you need to hear us interview matt we're taking we're taking a list right now oh i was gonna ask you guys who, who do you want to interview um I'd, I'd love to hear someone like you know John Light and Johnny Rotten or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would be that so, would be that would be rarefied air. Well, maybe um, even um, Jello. That'd be that'd be oh, a good. Oh Jesus, no! I think Jello jumped a shark. Uh, you wouldn't want to? No, I don't. You know, think so. if, if, if he was willing to do it, we would do it. Trust me, Neil's doing it. We're doing it. But it's I might want to yell at him a little. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to get him. He'll be droning on for like three hours about fucking some kind of folk music or something. I, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> You know, I would love I to get on about politics, I think, for a long time. Yeah. Always learn a few things listening to him. But that's cool. Sure. Yes. If you don't want to speak to him, that's fine. Um, I learned how to turn the radio off. That's what I learned. I'd love to I'd love to have a misfit, like a real misfit, like a like a core misfit member. We had, we were close, uh, but we haven't yeah. quite had a misfit. I'd love hmm. to have a misfit. See, I'd love to get Jake Burns from Stiff Little Fingers, but I think that, oh, would, yeah. that would be a tough yeah, one to get, I think. Dwayne Peters. Oh, du- yeah, Dwayne would be fantastic. If you thought the Godoys were out of their minds, I think Dwayne is uh, <laughs> Dwayne is twice twice as much out of his mind. I'd like to meet – I'd like to find like uh, like a psychic or something that could put us in touch with some of the dead. I'd like to talk to Gigi Allen. Well, we could we yeah. could make – Tim, we, I mean, uh, Tom, we could make that happen. We could just. It's true. We could just. We could just make. Or make we up could. Some voices. Uh, we could tell people that Matt is the like the singer from the Saints that just died. Yes. There you nobody, go. Like nobody outside of Australia, like would know. It would be good. Uh, that's something. To think, that's something to think about, Neil. I, we should consider that. I think that was too soon. I think Matt's offended now. There yeah. we go. I'm still getting over that. Yeah. <laughs> so I th- actually, I'm going to see some of your some of your compatriots in a couple of weeks. I'm going to see Emil and the Sniffers in a couple of weeks. Oh, good, good, good. Are they are they uh, still touring with a band called Coffin? I don't believe so. Someone told me that they're touring with one of those lousy new English quote-unquote punk bands. Not the Muslims, but one of the ones like that. Um, and Linda Lindas or something? I'm not looking oh, Chub, forward to it at Chubby all. 
No, not Shelby yeah. and the Gang, no. Um, but one of those ones where they mix rap and punk, I think. Uh, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to it. No. Oh, uh, Bob Villain. That's it, Bob Villain. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, they're pretty angry. They're, they're okay, I think. Yeah. They make me angry. Um, <laughs> Coffin, Coffin were good. So if you ever get a chance to see them. I'm, they're, not, they're I'm not familiar. Yeah, never heard of them. So yeah. you like... So you like some of the so you like the big new Australian stuff. So it's the chats, aim on the sniffers, and what clowns? Those are kind of like the three modern ones that are kind of big. Yeah. Uh, aim on the sniffers, I like. What was the other one you said? The chats. The ch- the chats. They're a bit of a joke band, I think. But yeah, um, yeah I agree. They're, they're funny and they've got some good riffs, got some good hooks. I like his voice, but yeah, they've just got they're one hit sort of. You know, yeah, just they got sh- one joke. They should have. They should have stuck with them on Smoko and then just left. I think. Yep. Yeah. Well, just get yeah a little bit more repertoire. <laughs> uh, what was the other one? You clowns. Said, clowns. Clowns. Oh, the clowns! I love the clowns. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're, they're one of the best I think at the moment. Um, a band called Civic as well. They they're, they're going to back up um, the Circle Jerks and Pennywise. So Civ- I'll get to see them for the first time. Civic. Okay, have to Civic. look them up. Yeah. I think, yeah, I sent them to you, but you, you thought they sounded too much like the Saints. But give them another listen. Okay, hmm. will do. We get yeah. sent so much stuff. We we Sometimes we'll give it like 30 seconds, so you'll have to forgive us. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no worries. Yeah, I know, you guys would get bombarded, I'm sure. Listen to this. I mean, 90% of it is so bad, honestly, but like 10% of it's decent. Did you see, Tom, today we got like 10... 10 emails from that earshot media or whatever it was like pumping some oh, that's kind of a, band. yeah that's a that's a promotional company yeah that's crazy but there's never normally got that many in a in dude a that's my normal time. that's my inbox every day because since i've been writing reviews so i'm on i'm on every single pr list every single one i get i not kidding when i tell you i probably get 30 emails a day for people wanting me to cover their band wow and they're generic it's not like they're reaching out to me specifically you know but it's yeah. it's uh, Crazy. I do a lot of deleting, man. A lot of deleting. Yep. Most of them I delete just based on how bad the names of the bands are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes exactly. I'll listen. Or the description. If it's like a 19 word description post, you know, LGBTQ friendly post new yep. wave yep. cold. This is like, okay. Straight yeah, the just, garbage. Right now. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> so Don't what else? For, just rock. So what, so what else you got going on, Matt? What's, uh, what, what else is on the horizon except for the Circle Jerk show? Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's what I mean. There's a small scene over here, so there's not a lot coming up. There's a uh, couple of other little things, a uh, couple of other little bands. We get a couple things that come through here in the mountains, um, so I might go see a couple of smaller, little indie rock type things, but nothing, nothing great. So, are um, you are you actually in a town, or are you like just stuck up in a, a shack in the mountains? <laughs> in the trees. No, no, it's got the internet, you know. Suburban, a suburban little house. Yeah, yeah, nice. That's oh, what nice. I say too. But I have chickens in my backyard, so. <laughs> yes, he still he still claims he lives in the suburbs, but you know, tractors and chickens. <laughs> it's yeah, all right. It's good though. A bit of a farm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Tell us about what song. What song did you pick? Ah, uh, I picked uh, yeah, or, private function. Or did, or did he change your mind? I want to go with something else because <laughs> that's fine too. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, Private Function. I can't stop listening to this one. Um, it's the new one. Uh, I'm this far away from being the worst person you ever met. Okay. And is this off a new album or something they got coming out, or is it just a it's single or something? single at the moment, but okay. I'd say it's going to be attached to an album shortly. Yeah, I think they're in 
they're they're making they're in in the makings okay and they're they're countrymen of yours right they're rosies yeah i think they're from brisbane okay yeah same same area as the clowns i think but hmm. anyway I i'm not sure I, was, I saw them the clowns and them together so i might be confused uh they might be from melbourne as well is that uh, where the private. gabba is is the gabba in brisbane the gabba yeah hmm. yep hmm. i see that's a cricket ground tom yeah oh okay gotcha yeah. Go the, the, gab- the gabbatoir yeah once again neil we've done very poorly at staying within our allotted time we frame have. totally yeah, but, so, but how often do we get an Australian in from the other side of the world? That's true, that's true. Yeah. And we appreciate yep. you having a beer with us this morning, even though it's like nighttime for us, morning for you. And uh, yeah. beer. it was nice to meet you, man. And as we say to pretty much everybody we talk to, I hope one day we can, you know, have a beer in the flesh. Not a Foster's, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And hopefully not the flesh. Victoria beer. Hopefully, yeah. pants pants are being worn, Tom. Yes, Tom. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Listen, we'll, we'll have a couple PBRs and see what happens. No promises. <laughs> I've never tried a PBR. It's it's nothing to write home about, but, you know, I'm drinking one right now, buddy. <laughs> it's, it's cheap, which is why he likes it. <laughs> well, I'm drinking my breakfast beer, so, yeah. There you go. All right, cheers, Matt. Thanks for coming yeah, on. Yeah. Hey, oh. nice to meet you, dude. Yep, and this is going to be Private Function with, what's the name of the song? I'm this far away, and then in brackets, from being the worst person you ever met. All right. Enjoy, everybody. Thanks, Matt. See ya. Thanks, guys. See ya. Here's a word from our sponsor. At On Point Press Company, we specialize in branded goods and services at makeitonpoint.com. We provide unique creative items that will set your brand apart. Specializing in creative design, screen printing, branded goods, packaging solutions, and online services. Visit our website at www.makeitonpoint.com to get a custom quote today. Neil, you know what I've learned over the last couple of years? What have you, know you learned, main, Tom? You know what our main demographic seems to be? Old guys. <laughs> no, well, yeah, old guys. Old of white guys. But 
mailmen and people from Iowa. Hmm. Seems to be a really strong uh, demographic for us. And actually, we have one that's both. Wow. And that is Ryan, the mailman from Iowa. How you doing, Ryan? Good. I'm just here to uh, check off all the boxes for you. Indeed. There you go. You are the center of a, what's it, a Venn diagram? Is that's what it is, right? Venn diagram? And he's, he's <laughs> yes, in the center exactly. for all you mathematicians out there. Yes. It's male. It's old. It's midwestern and it's yeah actually i don't think you're i don't think you're quite as old as our normal listener how old are you ryan you're a little younger uh i'm i'm 44 oh you're right in there okay yep but i saw a picture of you and your band playing with our t-shirt on and that that's worth a lot to us like yes, we, uh, for sure. that, that's that's the kind of advertising that we literally can't afford to buy otherwise <laughs> well any any time definitely glad to uh support you've uh you've had Many hours. I've had many hours of listening pleasure walking around the uh, the streets and yards of the neighborhoods of Davenport. So there you go. Entertained. So tell well, and, tell the listeners what was, band what band he plays in. He plays in a band called the Pivots, which is a mailman a male inspired male man inspired band male carrier inspired. I don't know. And you, got, and, and you listeners, <laughs> have, you listeners hear them every episode because they actually yes. do our outro song. If you stay till yes. the very bit end of the uh, of the podcast, then you've heard the uh, the pivots doing their thing. They were nice enough to write yes, that the for us. Doing until I die. Yes. Yep. As a matter of fact, but they even have a bigger hit than that. Ryan actually has a bigger hit than that. Neil, what is that? It, it, I mean, this is a this is a top forty banger. I mean, this competes with Lizzo and uh, Taylor Swift, and that it was the the Punk Till I Die remix of Careless Whisper. <laughs> oh yeah, that's quite correct. Yes, <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. How could I forget? Climbing yeah, the man. climbing the charts. We might have to we might have to throw that in at the end of this or something. So we, we, we refresh people's memories with that. Yeah. Yes. Maybe. That, that maybe not. Definite classic. Yeah. And every time I hear Tom singing something, I just. I have to hold back from making another one, but... <laughs> but, why? but why? But why? I need the greatest tits. Did you say greatest tits? Yes. <laughs> had to go there, huh? I did. Samantha Fox, thank you very much. That's good. So, so how did you find us, Ryan? Um, through, through the usual, uh, the punk news channel, anyway, listen and, listening to you through there, and then uh, always enjoying... Neil's uh, letters in there. I always pictured him to uh, to be like a a big surly angry Englishman, but I don't know. I've I've seen some pictures, and he's a he's a pretty stylish guy. He's a dainty little Englishman. Uh, <laughs> dainty. I, I prefer stylish. I like the stylish yeah. bit. I'm not sure about the dainty thing. I think I'm pretty solid. Well, for, uh, I'm not big, but you know. Well, I'm about I'm about fifty percent English, so uh, don't be uh, making too many of those remarks. Yeah. So there you go, Tom. Fighting words. Like how many? But how many <laughs> generations removed? If we're being honest, right? It's not like your grandma's from England, right? You're like you're like like five generations. No, ago? I I have no idea. Honestly, I don't think that side of the family knows what's going on. Uh, they're just like, oh yeah, we're we're from over here, and uh, so <laughs> those DNA tests. Yeah. Can confirm if you uh, if you want to believe that thing. Well, so do you. So do you still listen to the uh, Punk News podcast, or did you did you give up on that one? No, I, I gave that one up. So yeah, I uh, just just exclusively with you guys on the on the punk stuff. I mean, all the all your guys' recommendations and and music, I way more enjoy. So that's cool. Always uh, always appreciate and find some good stuff on here. Well, thank you for Sadly. that. 
Selling tens of records, Neil. Selling yeah, exactly. Tens of exactly. So, matter of fact, I dare say we've even sold a couple of Pivot CDs because our friend Jake I saw was showed a picture of his Pivot stuff that he got in the mail. So. Yeah, Jake. Jake even bought one right away. So we are a marketing machine. Marketing machine. We're <laughs> yes. gonna try to get Jake. We're gonna try to get Jake on too. Jake is a man of a few words, but we'll see if we can drag them out of him. <laughs> what words uh, are they gonna be? He can do it. I'm usually. <laughs> Fuck shit, piss. Those are going to be his words. Um, yeah, exactly. So tell, tell us a little bit about the pivots then, like how long you guys been going, and uh, tell us about the CD, any releases you have and stuff. So we uh, we started right like 2019. Okay. We had a uh, got together a few times and and wrote wrote like a song or two, but then the whole uh, the whole COVID nastiness came. And we were pretty much working like 60 hours a week. Like the, a lot of people were out without a job, but we were working crazy hours because people were definitely doing a lot of delivering, a lot of ordering, delivering whatever little bit of toilet paper was still out there. Yeah, no, exactly. Are you are you really all mailmen? Is that or was that a joke on Tom's part? No, so. I, I have to break the bad news that we're only two thirds mailmen now. Our, oh, our no. drummer, our drummer actually just quit like two weeks ago. So goddamn, he's drummers. actually, uh, yeah, he's actually. So we got a UPS guy playing drums now. We're so ashamed. <laughs> FedEx yeah, guy. No, it's an ex Amazon employee. I thought you were going to say, oh, your bass player is now a female man. <laughs> Now we uh, we haven't kicked him out yet, so uh, we'll uh, we'll let him slide, I guess. Gotcha, gotcha. But uh, but yeah, so we we got uh, after things kind of chilled out with the the whole COVID and everything, we got back together and just worked on songs and just recorded them here in my garage anyway, and just put them out, put out the CD. We'd like to definitely do some vinyl, and we've got a uh, we've got a few few new songs we're working on and do some do some more recording and play some shows and just have fun with it well if you want to do an intro for our show we we'd certainly uh would certainly appreciate that because as you know we used to use sonic reducer but then we had to stop that because we thought we might get sued so it's been like a floating a floating mess since then well, well, so see i don't listen to the podcasts very often but we use that's we nice use tom thanks <laughs> well no i do some but we listen to the 77 falling angels a lot right we yeah. still do use that yeah, we, yeah, yeah we've been using that a lot yeah but i i do tend to sometimes like we, Our did, pals the, DUIs, yeah. we did the huntington's uh for a few episodes and uh sometimes i'll throw an old rockabilly song or something in there as the intro it, it, just whatever i you know appeals to me your, at the minute whatever suits your muse mm-hmm. exactly without turning so it how, to punk how, news yeah how long did it take you to write the Punk Till I Die song? I'm going to say hours, months, years, or was it like one of those divine inspiration where it took like 20 minutes start to finish? It, it just flowed like water. I don't know what happened. I just It's like I you channeled down. us. Yeah, yeah, I was like, these guys have been talking about an intro or outro song. I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to sit down and do something and I I wrote it and uh after practice I just had our drummer I was, hey uh play something over this right quick and he so he knocked it out in like two or three tries and then i just kind of went back and started throwing lyrics and vocals over top of it and slapped it up there and i think it's uh it's probably one of my finest works 
See, if that if that's on your next record, it's going to sell like hotcakes. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, like, like, well, I'd say thousands of people have heard it now, like every week. So that's that's kind of weird, right? It's probably like one of your best known songs. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely probably the most well known song anyway. So which is which is super cool. So I would love it. Definitely honored. I would love it so much if you're playing like the State Fair in Iowa or something or wherever you're playing. <laughs> And you're just like playing for a bunch of random strangers, and somebody recognizes it. Now that would be amazing. So if that happens, just let us know. I mean, I'm not going to hold my breath, but that would be really cool. Well, we haven't played it out yet, but maybe we should start anyway. There you go. Oh, that's got to be your closing number. That's got to be your. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that you know what it 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 made me laugh because you know um, Tom, you remember in the summer when um, when the Capcom Heroes they did the the T2 Fest, or was it T1 Fest or T2 Fest, whatever it was called. Um, and they had Nerf Herder play. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Nerf Herder's most popular song, probably. They did the fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer theme tune. So, really so that's the one that probably, like, millions of people around the world know. It's, uh, so I wonder if they actually play that when they play live. <laughs> well, it's like like the band Bowling for Soup. Like, their probably best-known song is the stupid Phineas and Ferb theme song. Okay. I don't know if you know what that is. But no, I don't know that a, one. But It's a cartoon. Yeah. Okay. But 108 Days of Summer Vacation. Well, I guess, I guess Punk Till I Die isn't quite up to that level, but, you know, it's the <laughs> same, same kind exactly. of thing, I guess, right? Exactly. Yeah. But it yeah. would be funny, right, if some, just some rando recognized it that yeah. wasn't familiar. <laughs> I know that song. Yeah. So. Mar, that's the G's and that's a J. Oh, jeez. Oh, Sorry. What, Mar's what, playing. What? Mar's Mars playing around with my CDs and he's struggling. You know, this guy was a public school teacher for thirty years. And well, he doesn't know his alphabet. That sounds about right. See the J's with the other J's. All right. So, hey, so do you like it better? Do you like it better, Ryan, when it's just Neil and I breaking each other's balls, or do you like it when we have a guest on that we kiss their ass? Uh, oh, I I prefer a fine variety. So either either one's good. So some of the uh, some of the guests that I've never heard of have definitely. Uh, yeah. Definitely surprised, and then some of the some of the legends that you guys get are always good. So that that Doc Rotten one recently was was definitely a, a good one. It was right. That was a great guys. one. Yeah. Well, well and once again, so I just got their new record, and I, I had the old one. And I just got the new one. It's great. There, that's is. a great record. I, it is I, a good one. I'm yeah. Really, yeah, it's really growing on me. Yeah. Are you are you a, are you a vinyl guy? Oh yeah, for sure. I I have to uh, I have to hold back though because I'm. You know, splitting my money between music, gear, and vinyl, and oh, yeah. too much stuff to buy. So yeah, no, it's funny. We had a guy on from Iowa last year. Neil, was he from Davenport too? No, I don't. Josh, he writes to us still. He's a, he's a regular listener for in, in Davenport. I, think I don't think might, he's. A... I think he might be Des Moines. Yeah, oh, Des Moines. That sounds okay. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was funny because he was getting going on his record collection. He used to write and tell us all the records he bought. I think he still does occasionally. But anyway, I don't know. We love our Middle America. Yes, we do. <laughs> I, uh, I so you're on the so okay so you're on the west side of Iowa or the east side? We're on the east side, so we're the right on the Missis- right on the Mississippi. Oh, like across from Minnesota. Okay. Oh okay. no, across from Illinois. So oh, Illinois, Illinois. Like okay. that. So you know that that little nub that sticks out of the right side of Iowa. If you're picturing it. We're on the we're on the very bottom, and actually the the river runs the wrong way here. It's it's east and west instead of north and south. Hmm. So that's that's one of the uh, claims to fame here. Now, do you guys have casinos there? 
Yeah, for sure. We we started out with the uh, with the riverboat casinos back in the back in the '90s, but now they've just gone straight to land. They they just gave up that little technicality of putting yeah, on the yeah. boat. Yeah, Tom, you remember my friend Rick, right? You you met him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like an old Hell's Angel. Yeah, he actually just went to uh, went went there to go to the casinos a couple weeks ago. As a matter of fact, he took a weekend and just stayed at a hotel and uh, and gambled all weekend. You know, it's good to have a hobby. You know, my wife has traveled all over with me to go see these bands, and she doesn't give a rip about most of these punk bands. But you know, I'm like, oh, we got a reason to go places, right? And I think she's kind of at peace with it. And I guess if your casino is your thing, yeah, so be it. Yeah, true. And they still allow you to smoke in the casino, so he was happy. So, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's like a a throwback time warp in some of those where <laughs> you walk in and people are smoking. And you're like, oh, where where am I? Yeah, well, that's what freaked me out when we went to punk rock bowling in Vegas, and everybody was everybody was smoking in there, and that, that completely freaked me out because that hasn't been allowed in Illinois for I don't know ten years. I don't know. Yeah. Here, here either well and it's funny too because I, I was a smoker I, I quit i quit about 10 years ago and i see people that smoke now and they look so old and gray i'm like oh i'm so glad i quit doing that <laughs> look all, don't smoke kids yeah don't but they, vape. yeah but hold on they look cool as well though so they don't uh, look like i fucking... don't know man when you when you could barely drag yourself to your stool to sit in there and drink your keystone light or whatever i don't think that's so cool yeah, it's better than the kids with their fucking vape machines. What are they douche, oh, yeah, definitely douche, better than that. Douche, what do you call them? Douche <laughs> nozzles or something? Shooting pink smoke out of the remote control. That's yes. right. Yes, indeed. Well, this went in a strange direction. What else do we have to ask, our friend? I, I, don't, I don't know. We might actually be able to keep this one within the parameters of the time frame that we set that we've been constantly pissing all over. Yeah, well, it's almost hitting that already. Almost at 15 minutes. So what song did you pick, Ryan? Well, I picked uh, because we, uh, my wife and I, just recently went to a, uh, a crazy new wave modern kind of kind of goth show in Madison. Who played? She's a, she's a big she's a big new wave girl. It was a Turkish duo called She Passed Away. Oh, I know them. They, yeah, they I know do. that. Dude, those guys are really uh, good. I like them a lot, actually. Oh, uh, I'm out of my depth here. Yeah, she passed away. It was, great. It was, yeah, it was, it was great. So I'm, I mean, I've heard them just, just, you know, by her listening to them here and there. But uh, yeah, we went, and you know, it wasn't a crazy, crazy big place. It was probably 150 turnout in there. So we were right up against the stage and just uh, rocking out and dancing away to uh to some some new wave type stuff anyway so super cool too just it's a duo and one guy uh one guy plays guitar and does vocals the other guy does like programming and and some keyboards and and hits on hits on the drum pad a little bit but hmm. uh but to go with that i'm gonna do the jason's new wave girl hmm there you go. I was kind of wondering where you're going with that. Yeah, I was going to say we're going to play. She passed hey, away. You know, I just I have my memory jog. We'll play that in just a second. But you were just in Detroit recently, right? Yeah, uh, a couple of a couple of my old bandmates actually live up there. So we went up there. Actually, thinking about maybe moving. Check. Mm. You know, we always we always wanted to be closer to a bigger city where there's actually. You, you want to go somewhere where you're not actual, safe. Because Iowa yeah. <laughs> has that, that safety and comfort that you want to give up. <laughs> well, there's there's no, I mean, there's 
there's a scene here, but if you want to see any any bands come through, it's you're usually going to Chicago or St. Louis or yeah. Des Moines on the off chance. So and that uh that two and a half, three hour drive is is a little rough sometimes. But I don't know. We were we were entertaining that, so we just went up to went up to Detroit to check it out and hang out with a couple of old bandmates anyway. And two days in Detroit made it real easy to decide that that wasn't where you were going to settle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's it was actually pretty nice. Like they've supposedly cleaned up that that midtown area and oh yeah downtown That's, area and there's a cool there's a really cool couple cool venues in the midtown area too yeah we we kind of we even took some public transportation that's how uh Ooh, daring that we were <laughs> did you go to did you go to any shows over in detroit no we were just there for a couple days so okay. i don't think there was really anything but you did go to you did go to mom's spaghetti oh yeah we did have to stop by the uh Mom spaghetti. Uh, you know what this is, Neil? You know no, Mom's spaghetti. I've never heard of that place. It's a, I, I assume it's some kind of Italian restaurant that's kind no, of. No, it's an M and M inspired restaurant. Oh it's an Jesus! <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Our favorite stuff. How, how was how, how was the spaghetti? It, it was really good, actually. So there you and go. I think uh, it was white and I bland. Think it was kind of chopped. <laughs> yeah. Like his rat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just kind of chopped off the end of one restaurant and and I don't know what exactly he has to do with it but it, it's kind of like the end of one restaurant and they made it they made it like a an Eminem inspired restaurant from that uh from that 8 mile lose yourself song because that's that's where that whole mom's yep. spaghetti line came from. Yep. There you go, Neil. Now you know. You learned something today. Now I know. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna fire up eight mile right now and there you go. Yeah. No, you know you know you know what I'm doing? I'm at, I'm actually checking out the She Passed Away website and this doesn't make any sense at all. So they play they played they played Budapest on the nineteenth, they played Las Vegas on the twenty first, then Kansas City, then Madison, then Detroit, and then back to Prague. It's like, why the hell did they even do that? Why the hell did they do four dates in the U.S. and play yeah, places especially if like playing Madison? For, if they're playing for 150 people, they yeah. can't exactly be making yeah. bank. What, what the hell is that about? Who booked that for them? That's we were uh, we were really wondering that too when we saw that. We're like, not Chicago, Madison. Uh, yeah, just very strange. Weird. Yeah, the Crucible in Madison. Yeah, very odd. And all this, all this was a very the world's longest lead up to this Jason song. That yeah, it is. That's true, man. That's true. Yes, exactly. So uh, typical yeah. punk side die fashion. The yep. intro is longer than the song. Yep. So uh, so talk it in, talk it in there, Ryan, and then when then we'll play it and uh, say goodbye. Thanks. All right. This is uh, the Jasons with New Wave Girl. Okay. Thanks, Ryan. Nice to meet you, dude. Thanks. Yep. We'll see you next nice time you're in Michigan. You guys. Yep. So yep. Definitely yeah. I'll have to swing by. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> 
Next is, is somebody who you might not know by name, but you anybody who follows our page knows his work. He's a man who's looked deep into the soul of both Neil and I. Jesus, and, and he's come up with something wrong. Made us look like a cartoon. Yes. So we have Aaron from Illinois. You're actually somewhere in the greater Chicago area, right, Aaron? Hey, what's up, fellas? Yeah, I am here at, uh, I'm like right at the border of, it depends on who the realtor is. We're either Bucktown, Humboldt Park, or Logan Square, depending on my race and income. Oh, you're in the city. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on the Californian Armitage kind of area. Oh, okay. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So what's real, the... close to, real close to the Congress Theater, if you guys remember going there. Oh, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went there like one or I went there like two times before because it basically got like shut down because it was such a death trap, right? Ostensibly, yeah. I used to actually live in the building right next to it, and I shared an alley with the Congress during the first like two or three riot fests that they used mm-hmm. to do there at Congress. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was kind of a, a horrible place to go because it was pretty run down. Uh, supposedly, they're working on maintaining it and like rebuilding it. But, you know, it's Chicago, so that money's probably tied up. Well, that's been going on for like 10 years. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, has, and it, has that neighborhood those... gotten any better? Because that neighborhood was nasty. Dude, it's it's a, it's a totally different place now. Like my really? girlfriend and I, we get out like COVID ends. Her and I start kind of crawling out of our hole. <laughs> and it's it's just like double wide strollers and yoga pants everywhere. <laughs> wow. it's, a, it's a totally different neighborhood. Everything that was actually yeah. on Milwaukee, wasn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it still is. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it's funny. Uh, yeah, I do definitely remember going there. It was one of those old school theaters, which this yep. is one of my pet peeves, right? Where you go to the bathroom and they have a guy in there handing out paper towels. <laughs> yes, that's right. They did. It's You're like, right. Well, I had to pay. So anytime. So I've been drinking 50 PBRs. But it was and a shovel, I had too. To, I had to pay a dollar to either dry my, <laughs> either pay a dollar to dry my hands or I had to like walk past the guy and wipe him on my pants. Yeah, and it's like an old school theater, but it's like a shitty old school theater. Oh, yeah, like the yeah, whole yeah. place is falling apart. And I'm it's like, just is this gr- progress. The, yeah, the floor is, is sticky. Is a man basically blackmailing me to be able to dry my hands? Is that really the kind of progress we're looking for in this no, world? No, it's not. <laughs> so, so anyway, I, I kind of told the story, but I don't know if anybody picked up on on what on the vibe is sure. that Aaron is our caricaturist. He is, indeed. and you've seen, and and we haven't. We actually, my wife is just constantly bothering me about. We need to put that on a sweatshirt. We need to put that on a sweatshirt. <laughs> so, so eventually, the, it's going to probably become more of a, a merch item, especially after Cheetah Chrome sues us. Yeah, but, <laughs> I, uh, I was actually just thinking about that because I, I guess that 
like half our listeners might never have seen those because you would have to be on our on our Facebook page in order to have seen the uh, the cartoons that Aaron has done of us because they wouldn't be yes. anywhere else, right? They would, and uh, and even still, that was like two years ago. I think that yeah. I like well, almost the, two years ago. Yeah, you dropped one like at the beginning of the summer that was like uh, you know the feel good summer hit of the year where oh, and, and Neil <laughs> yeah, was yeah. surfing and I was like. <laughs> You're floating like, along next to him. Yeah, you're floating. Yes, yeah. that was full color. That was a definitely yeah, an man. instant you guys, classic. You guys, you guys got the high end treatment on that one. Yeah, it looked there like an go. album. Looked like an album cover. I don't know what it we could do with it that did. one. Actually, we should do something with it though. <laughs> yeah, that was just a silly little drawing. I thought it was just fun, and I wanted to write the name "Punk Till I Die." Blast some wet ones. <laughs> oh, that's right, Blast. <laughs> that's yeah. The album. yeah, which is that was original. That was a, one of the top five uh, original names for the podcast. Hey, man, <laughs> Tom and Neil blast some wet ones. <laughs> I might have found you guys faster that way. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's so that's a, actually that's a good segue. Yeah. Then how did how did you find us here? Oh well, I think it was right around. Was your Joe Queer episode like number forty or something like that? I feel like it was in it the forties. It was around that time, like COVID had just started kicking in. Mm. Uh, I was listening. I was I tried listening to the uh, God. What's that dude? Turned out a punk. That Damien guy from Fucked Up has a punk oh, yeah, yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I, I listened to some of the interviews, and I liked some of the interviews, but like overall, like he lost me really, really quick. So I was just looking for something else to fill that void, and I was hoping to find something that was more like radio show style that played music and talked about it. And you guys just kind of fit that bill perfectly with the, uh, you know, that I, I just found you guys because of that same kind of searching for punk music stuff. Uh, and you just had the good, like, combination of banter, playing good music, talking about the music, good guests, good interviews. And I just, I don't know, just kind of stuck with it ever since. Wow. I think you should do all publicity. <laughs> <laughs> and at what point did you look at our picture and say, I can I can fix these guys. Well, I, can actually, <laughs> I can improve on them. <laughs> that that happened. I think it was like uh, the following October. It was, so it wasn't long before I sent you guys the slip mats. I was doing some character work and I was just trying to practice some characters. And I was listening to your podcast. I sat down and I was going to do some warm up illustrations. And I thought, well, these guys have such you guys have such like cartoon voices to me, you know. And I was like, oh, I wonder what I wonder what they look like. Oh, wait, what does Neil, that I don't mean? Know about that. Cartoon I, voices. Just... <laughs> all of all of your listeners know exactly what I mean. But you guys have. Hello. Hello. Well, if, listen, Hello. if somebody wants to give us some voice work where yeah, we no, make no, some perfect. real cash, I'm all for it. voices are perfect. I love it. And so when I was drawing, I was just thinking, these guys kind of sound like cartoons. If they look anything like they sound, they'd be fun drawings. And you guys had <laughs> just done the um, – God, was it like live at the? Uh, oh, I think it was the Red... Logan's Port, like the first time we did Logan's. Yeah, Port, you did some sort of like live farm. at a record farm, and you're both yeah, wearing yeah. like white t-shirts, and it was like a terrible video. And I just tried <laughs> to get a just. And I could see from there though that I'm like, oh god, we got these guys both match their voices. It just it all came together like a cart. And I see things as cartoons anyway, so I just kind of saw you guys as cartoons, tried it out as sort of a warm up drawing, and I thought it turned out pretty good. So I'm like, you know what, I want to send these guys something. It and turned, it turned out pretty it. good, except the first one you did, I basically had uh, I had Japanese eyes, basically, is what, is what I had. I had <laughs> well, Asian Neil, eyes. I had no neck, and I mean, it's it's a caricature. I look like well, a no. Goomba, like I'm going to break somebody's knees with a tire iron, which is not that far off. Well, no, but, no, off, yeah. no, but he added the glasses, and that was much better. Like, with the glasses on, there it looks, it well, looks no, no, more, it, a lot it, more like It initially started with the glasses, and then you asked me to remove them because you said you only oh. wear them when you podcast. And then when I took the glasses off, it looked way worse. It did. <laughs> it did. I, I look like a... Again, something from 1940 World War Two propaganda so if, movie. If we were if we were a cartoon, what do you think we would be? I think I would be like a pot smoking dog, and Neil would be my uptight butler or something, right? He's got the English accent. What the fuck? Maybe I don't know about uptight butler, but uh, I can see the pot smoking dog voiced by Seth Rogen. I can see that happening for you. <laughs> Yeah, well, something to think about, Neil. We get a develop, we get a development deal. Yeah, a million dollar <laughs> idea. Except I'm the, I'm, well, yeah, I'm the upside butler. Is that it? 
You got an English accent, man. It's fun to make fun of people with English accents. Plus, it would be a funny cartoon to have a butler that never actually did anything for you. Like, you, you ask the butler for a beer, he just goes, fuck you. Like, that'd be a <laughs> funny I'd watch that cartoon. There you go. Hey, let me tell you something. Neil's a very gracious host. That would never happen. <laughs> that was that was like every sitcom in the 80s, wasn't it? There was always like an English butler for yeah. some reason in a lot of those yeah, things. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We could make fun of how bland the food in England was and all that kind of thing. <sighs> Crooked teeth. You know, all the classic cliches. All the classics. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. What else do we? What else do we? So ask that was here? episode oh. forty-one. Yeah, it was. A, that was a very good guess. I just looked it up, yeah. and Joe Queer was forty-one. The Drowns were forty, and Joe okay. Queer was forty-one. So it was. We were on a yeah, roll, so man. Yeah. It was right around there. I just enjoyed the show, and it's kind. Of, it just kind of the timing and everything just worked out. And I, back then, I was taking the Western bus to and from work every single day. So just having like a podcast to drone out to was perfect, and just kind of got into the habit of listening to it. So that's kind of how I got started. Joe Queer blew us up, man. That was a big one. That was really yeah. a big one for us. We, That's we awesome. grew exponentially for that, from That's that cool. episode. Yeah. And I love some of the stories that he told us that I... They're that, awesome. I mean, it was a great it, well, interview. A lot, I mean, a lot of them, you know, he tells, and you've, I've heard a lot of Joe's stories, and Joe's a great storyteller, but like the Gigi Allen stuff, yeah. like... I had literally never heard anybody say that they thought Gigi Allen was talented. I'm like, wow, that is really a different different perspective on that. Yeah, I loved hearing his stories. And he does see, like, Joe Queer is going to have these nice perspectives that, like, no one else really got on some of these people. So I thought yeah. that, that was really good for me. I enjoyed also, that Also, point of fact, Joe Queer was the only episode where Neil actually edited just a little bit of it because we actually yes. thought it might have been a hair too offensive. Yeah. And if you heard the Godoy episode, we didn't I did. edit any of that. So you could imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a fun interview too. It was, it was a fun, fun interview. Yeah. It was very polarizing. We got done doing it and we're like, man, what the hell are we going to do with that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you go back and listen to any of the early ones earlier than 41? You know, I don't know that I did. Uh, I think I kind of just started getting into the groove of listening to them as they came out. Like it wasn't a very conscious effort. It is you, you, Weirdos kind of grew on me. We're like a fungus. We're like a fungus, Tom. Fungus, man. Yeah, yeah, we are. So, and I just I kind of kept listening, and then it was even funnier when I started running into you guys. And like you know, Tom, you'd be with your buddy Scott, and I'd be like, "Oh man, Scott, the show buddy." It's like it turns into this like guy, yeah. yeah, it turns into this like rogues gallery of cartoon <laughs> characters that I've had in my head. Uh, so it's just kind of cool that we run into each other at shows and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, hey, I know these so, guys. So answer me this because I, I and you know, we're talking to you now, and it's like we've known each other our whole lives, right? Sure. I mean, we. One thing I, I will say about us, as opposed to some other people that you meet at Chris, I mean, it, it's what you see is what you get, right? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Like, we're not putting on any kind of pretense. This no. is just, we're just no. normal dudes, and we would love to sit down and have a beer with any one of you, especially yeah, if you're off, especially if you're paying. Hey, we're paying. <laughs> There's Tom. It's <laughs> my friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, what a. What a, what a man, this is this okay. Is, this so, is well, in a different direction than every would, other one of these so far. Well, <laughs> that's the nice thing about it, though, that they're all different, right? So, I would recommend, Aaron, if you have to go back and listen to an older one, listen to episode 17. Uh-huh. Episode 17 was a really good one. That that's was, a good one. Okay, we'll do, man. Absolutely. Oh, the digits. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was the one with Rick Simmons from the digits, and he's got stories nice. out the yin yang. He's got incredible stories. That was a really <laughs> hey, good episode. Aaron, if, yeah, as a matter of fact, I, they were supposed to be doing some kind of a compilation, like double album or something. And if they do that, we should have him back on to catch up again. Yeah, yeah, man, I'll but, look it up for sure. So you, um, you, you have a website too. You should plug yourself really quick. Dude, I, you do, well, some, I you do think... some cool artwork on your own website too. Thank you, but I don't really do that as much anymore. That was something that oh, I was doing. Yeah, okay. when I was working at that print shop, that I made, yeah, I made you guys like some stickers and like a slip yep, mat yep. and all that. So I and still, I, those stickers, dude, I've only doled out to my very closest confidants. <laughs> yeah, that's the premium that, selection. Those, like that's two the pages of them. Yeah. 
Uh, so I was working there and I was just making a bunch of my own like t-shirts and it was a kind of a cool job because it was a print shop where the owner let me kind of do whatever I wanted. So like if I wanted to stay late and make my own like t-shirts or posters, stickers, whatever I could. Uh, and then I would do, kind of sell that stuff on Etsy and my own website and all that. But after I left that shop, it was kind of like, I got busy with my new job and I didn't really try to find a way to pay people to do this. I like doing it myself. So I kind of just let it fall to the wayside for now. I might go back to it later. Like I've started getting, I've started making custom uh, Hawaiian shirts by sending like my designs to like a factory in China and having them like make Hawaiian shirts for me. And I might start selling those, but right now they're just kind of gifts for me and my wow, friends. Wow, Tom, you heard it here first. Punk yeah. I die Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I could get you guys some. Holy shit. Well, some. It's, it's funny, Neil, because you know, my, my, you know, my wife and I, like, we like to go on vacation we like to go on nice vacations right we're going on a pretty pretty swanky vacation in december yeah there's nothing and better I than logan's port indiana it's great yeah yeah a little, <laughs> bit, a little bit the last week in the midwest yes but i have been uh looking at like some of these motorhead hawaiian shirts and stuff so that would actually be amazing <laughs> yeah man i just got one for my brother he's gonna go to the disney not so scary halloween so i ordered a uh like star wars tiki sith hawaiian shirt sort of thing that i made for him and uh, yeah it's you know i might have some more stuff in the future but right now my job itself is keeping me pretty busy so the person i'm gonna, I'm gonna actually gonna catch up with you i think that's that's a really fun idea actually yeah yeah i can totally help you out with that and he actually works by me tom he actually works up uh up by me you know where i am up up in the north bowels of bowels of illinois yeah, yeah uh, uh almost in neil's company Neil's company is actually one of our clients for the company that I work for. So oh, I make okay. I make stuff for his company almost every day. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe should slip in a sly punk till I die thing in the background, like black on black <laughs> yeah, kind just, of thing. Yeah, <laughs> just just a tone on tone, just real hidden yep, in there exactly. somewhere. That's a good, exactly. good call. It's like some kind, subconscious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All well, of funny. the uh, – we, we do the new hire kits, I think, is one of the big things we used to do. So I'll just start slipping that in. There like, you hey, go. New hires at Avi, check out punk till I die. <laughs> like a, yeah, like a, a link. It's uh, It's – funny because the first time i met you i'm like dude you you drawn a couple of amazing pictures for us i wish if we were making any kind of income i'd love to pay you for your work but i remember you say well you know i do this all day long i like to do it for fun i'm like well that's good that's in our budget well, I'm yeah, gonna, doing man. it for fun is in our budget well i'm yeah, gonna that, drop yeah, i'm gonna drop him off a sweatshirt this week i think tom there you go yeah well okay. too bad it doesn't have the cool picture he drew on it <laughs> i know I'll right still take I'm excited. I'm, I'm super thrilled you guys thought of me on that. That was nice. Oh, I, no. I just want to go to Reggie's one time and, you know, and have it be like 10 of them there where people are going, well, what is this, like a biker gang or something? <laughs> Holy cow, there's a lot of these sweatshirts. There you go. Yeah, that'll be good. Well, we could probably do that. Hey, uh, so uh, one of the regular questions we ask on these. So sure. do you prefer the interview episodes or it's just me and Tom shooting the shit episodes? Um. <laughs> Probably more just the you guys shooting the shit episodes. The guest, it really depends. Like, I love when you guys get a guest on that, like, runs a record label or, like, has more business insight. I love hearing when you guys talk to people about kind of the nuts and bolts behind it. Uh, some of the bands I'll sometimes fall away after, like, a half an hour or so into it. It might, it might just be because I've heard enough bands talk about their process, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, but when you guys get into those conversations, like, I forget who you're talking to where he was talking about, like, what he was paying per lathe cut record and doing these, like, small limited 20 to 25 record runs and what he was paying yada 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 like whenever i hear that kind of stuff or when mike with sexy baby was kind of talking about his process of getting records made and tapes and all like when i hear the nuts and bolts behind the scenes parts of it like that's when i get like super tuned in and listening so we we, were you ever actually involved in the industry at all were you in a band or were you running a label or anything i mean when i was younger i had like a ska band uh i had like a metal band here in chicago we recorded like a little album at liars club back in like 2007 Uh, i played drums um but I never did anything with it, you know, like I was going to be a rock star until I turned 25 and realized I didn't do that. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, oh, I better get a real career now. Um, and so I did play some music. Other than that, I mostly just do a lot of art for like Mike uh, and some other stuff here and there. I'll just do like T-shirts and posters. And oh, okay. I've always I've always kind of used art as my way into that world. Um, even back when I had my own bands, having to figure out how to make like album covers and T-shirts kind of led me into the graphic design stuff. Gotcha. Hmm. Okay, cool. Well, it's funny you say that because I often I think I get talking to somebody or we get talking to somebody and I do feel like sometimes I'm drawn towards questions that are like off the beaten path. Like I remember we were talking to Toby from Red Scare Neil and he's like, he's like, well, what do you want me to do? He's like, what do you want me to do? Show you a profit loss sheet or something? Like <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's right. He, 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 he got kind of upset. Have the records yeah. in your apartment. I mean, maybe most people don't want to know that, but I'm like, where do you put? Where do you put? I mean, just like, I'm, <laughs> that's a like, my, uh, like I, I'm not like on the spectrum or anything. I don't think, but sometimes it's just. Yeah. Oh yeah, I want to know that stuff. Like, fill me in. <laughs> How many times a week do you go to the post office? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what's what's your mail tab like every week? How much are you spending? You know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Well, all right, Neil. We I tell you what, we've yep. gone very long. We've yep, very, yep. gone very long with Aaron, and I hope we can catch up. Uh, I'm, yeah, uh, yeah, have, you got any, have you got any shows lined up, buddy? Yeah, see, I'm going to be in Chicago a couple times in the fall. Maybe we can catch up. Well, yeah, I'll pay attention to see if you guys are anywhere in the neighborhood. I don't have anything lined up right now. Like I said, I just got super busy at work these last couple months, so I've not really put my head up to see what's happening. Uh, but I'm sure going into the fall, I'll have to hit up at least one or two shows. So I might see you guys around. Cool. Yeah, I'll be looking for you. Well, I'll be seeing. Yeah. I'll see you this week when I drop a yeah, sweatshirt. Yeah, I'll see you on Tuesday. Yeah. But yeah. So All anyway, right. tell us about the song that you're going to play tonight. Yeah. So I picked the Gizmos, Dead Astronauts. The Gizmos were sort of a um, like garage, like '60s style garage rock band from the late '70s, and then like they had all these weird iterations of the band. But like in 1980, they released this. They're from Bloomington, Indiana, so it's very midwestern. They released this uh, two-sided split LP with a band called Dow Jones and the Industrials. And there's a song on this record called Dead Astronauts. It's just super poppy, doo-woppy kind of like garage rock song, but it's got this like dark, sarcastic sort of vocals. And I think if you guys haven't heard it, you're going to really enjoy it. Uh, the Gizmos are sort of like a hidden treasure in the Midwest. And if you can get your hand on that Hoosier Hysteria record that they did, that's the split they did with Dow Jones and the Industrials. It's a, it's a real winner. So, yeah, this is going to be Gizmos, Dead Astronauts. Okay. Thanks, Aaron. No problem. Talk to you guys later. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, man. Thanks. Yeah, thanks a lot, dude. And the the artwork, it's amazing. Yeah, of course. Anybody who has anybody who hasn't checked it out, we'll try to put a couple of put the pictures back up on the Facebook page when this episode runs. Yep, not sure. Okay, cheers, Aaron. See you, man. Bye. See you. See ya.
Neil, our, our next our next guest, and I use the term loosely, <laughs> is sitting sitting right here with me in the flesh. Well, he's become a, become a bit of a, a sensation on the uh, on the show. He's a he's a he's many things. He's a retired public servant. He's a boat captain. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> when he's not getting his fucking arrested. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's apparently everybody has an Uncle Marv. So uh, we have Uncle Marv up next. How you doing, Marv? Hey, I'm doing great, Tom. Thank you for having me on your 200th episode. Hopefully I'll be back for 400, 600, 800. Yeah, maybe. Jesus Christ. A thousand. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> calm, calm down, Marv. You've been in the fucking ale already? What you been doing? Well, it's funny because I think... Uh, like I said, we did a lot of response to the Caught by the Fuzz episode. Yes, sir. We did. So I think this might be a good opportunity. We can ask certainly ask him all the normal questions because Marv does listen. So we can certainly ask him a lot of the regular questions like we do other people. But we also could maybe grill him a little bit about what was going through his head that day as we sat there on the water with the <laughs> river fuzz. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. And, and, ex- and I still want to ask him where he, how he exactly thought we were going to get to that restaurant when he pulled up and there was like a 10-foot bar. I mean, a 10-foot fucking fence with spikes on top. How he thought we were going to get over that exactly. Here's, here, okay, here's, here's the first question. When Neil and I were sitting in the back of your boat and the River Fuzz was interrogating us, I was sure that somebody was going to jail and that I was going to have to call my wife and pick me up. Did you have that moment, or did you think we were going to get off? Yeah, I've uh, I've been I've been in, through that area many times where um, it's like a it's like a little trap. It's like a speed trap on the river, and we fell right into it. And, we were like a mouse grabbed that yeah, cheese. Yeah, and I I was I was I was already well into my fourth or fifth beer. Tim was driving, <laughs> so I wasn't worried because I knew he, he was, was pretty sober. He was sober. They couldn't catch me, so I was really comfortable. Besides, they're not fascists. They're not. Oh my gosh! Are you coming on the punk side die pocket? And telling us the river cops are the coast fascists? guard. The coast guard's fascists, but these little sheriff boats—they're they, harmless. Do you think they just let us off? Do you think we essentially finally got to cash in our white privilege, and he just let us go because there's all these drunken frat boys out there? Could very well be, but no, I wasn't—I wasn't worried at all. The worst thing that he was going to do was to give me a citation, which he didn't do. He put me. No, he, the worst he was going to do was Billy Club. Well, right? yeah, which we were sort of rooting <laughs> for. You. If we're being honest, uh, I don't even think he put my name in the system because if he did, he would have found that I've been—I had been um, given a citation for that very spot like two summers before. <laughs> Maybe it goes off your permanent record. It like could be permanent Maybe. record, my ass. Yeah. So you didn't. So you, you never were. See. I was. But the other thing was, you were you were clearly drinking and yes. you were talking. Too yeah, much. talking way is too that, much. Is that your normal? Uh, is that your normal when you face with adversity? You just start <laughs> stop babbling <laughs> like a madman. Yeah. Because what's the old? What's the old? Uh, you know, you could plead the fifth. <laughs> Dude, you heard that term? Yeah. The, the funniest thing the funniest thing was you looked at him and went, Well he was driving and he's from San Francisco. Like yes, some yes, like, so, like so, that meant so like he was retarded or something. Is that what we were supposed to believe? <laughs> that he was he was you know kind of a kind of a knucklehead. He just didn't know the area. He's from San Francisco. You know, fruits and nuts. He's <laughs> yeah, did himself on the boat. Yeah, exactly. Why are you letting him drive your sweet boat then, Kevin? Yeah. Yeah, wow. and the other, the other, the tie-up spot. Believe it or not, Neil, I've I've tied up there before and made my kids walk that that walk the 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 little narrow spot. You just you just you can do it. It just takes some some. Uh, it's just extremely know. dangerous. Yes, yeah, it's just extremely <laughs> dangerous. You don't want to fall in the water there. It's literally more dangerous than walking the plank on a pirate ship in the 1600s. <laughs> it's basically it what it felt people. like, but you know. 
even for even for Tim, you know. Yes. I guess you just have to get updated on your parkour skills. <laughs> I just thought I just thought it was hysterical that we were going about one mile an hour the entire journey, except for the part we weren't supposed to leave awake, and then you started speeding. It's <laughs> <laughs> because you were in San Francisco. Now. Hey, man, uh, <laughs> yes. Neil, the next time you're on my boat, and there will be a next time, we're going to go into Grand Haven. And we'll tie up on the in the channel, take you to a few bars, and then take you back, and then we'll go up river where it's nice and scenic. You'll see blue herons and eagles and all kinds of stuff. That's going to take like 16 hours if we, if we go at that speed. And I'll do a deeper dive for my music. I didn't mean to uh, in, uh, insult you with the cars. I threw on Nobody some was really... insulted. The music was fine. The music was the least of our concerns. <laughs> yes. I threw on some new wave. And uh, yeah. Plus, it was Your so quiet we couldn't hear it. was the most bothersome part. <laughs> yes, it was. Anyway, it was a great day. It was very nice of you to to, uh, to yeah, take me no, out. No that was worries. that was excellent. Yeah, we did. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Net, we'll make it an annual meal. Okay, that sounds good. And that place we went to was fun too. That restaurant we went to. Yeah, that, yeah, still open. Yeah. yeah. So ask him. Uh, ask him some of the regular questions, T. So, I mean, I, I guess I, I would ask you how you found us, but I know you're a big music podcast listener, but did I tell you about it at Christmas or something? Or yeah, did... you did. I was I was a guy who completely missed punk the first time around. I'm embarrassed, really. He's kind of between the two of us in age, Neil. So <clears throat> I'm 55, and my, my I was the youngest of six kids, so I was listening to all their garbage music from the 70s, and then I got into the Beatles and the Doors and the Who and all that early British. Yeah, when I first met you, you were like oh, huge Stones man, Doors, yes. yeah, Beatles, Stones, and all that. So then, um, I think you took me to a to a punk show before you even started this podcast, and I got it. I got punk. Was that okay? So that would have been the we went and saw the Independence, Neil. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And, and you was, know where it was at Tip Top too. Oh, yeah, nice. It was, it was fun and cheek. It was great. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, you had a, what, the one of the, the lead singers on your podcast. Yeah, yeah, he came on. I, yeah. See, I think we were maybe we weren't doing the podcast yet because it seems like I certainly would have talked about no. it if. In the first first two episodes, I'll be quite honest. I thought I thought, oh, I don't know, we'll see. But I I think you guys have gotten better and better. I mean, now this is my favorite podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, history and such, but um, this one, I, I you know, it's great. So, well, thank you. Okay. Yeah, I. Uh, you never seem to run out of things to talk. No, about. we don't. We and it's, and it's funny. Some, sometimes we'll be like, we should do an episode, Tom. Do we have anything? And Tommy like, no. And I'm like, well, we'll just wing it, and then the magic happens. But that's when we get in trouble too, because we ran about politics and stuff like that too. It's always good to have. There was a, a thing this week, Neil, and you saw Mike and I talking about it on text, our group text. Oh yeah. A singer from a very prominent old school kind of punk metal band has quit the business because he was an abuser. Oh boy, that's the kind of thing we could talk about for mm. for a very very long time. Yeah, well, it does seem like that guy was kind of a unpleasant. Oh yeah, I'm not saying he wasn't a turkey. Yeah. I just I still have an issue with people's friends turning on them so viciously. Mm. Even if you're, you know, listen, Neil, if you murdered somebody, we can still be friends. There you go. As a matter of fact, you prefer in, me to do that. In a lot of ways, it would probably cement our friendship. What with you being incarcerated, <laughs> or or the act of me helping you bury the body might be the type of bonding event that would make sure that this podcast went on to affinity, right? Well, you're going to be the you're going to be the guy with the tire iron swinging it, right? Maybe. Yeah. Listen, wow. all services are available, but nothing comes cheap. Indeed, indeed. So, Marv, so what? So, what bands have we turned you onto on this on this podcast so far? You think? 
Like, he must well, have been aware of the Sex Pistols and stuff back in the oh, 70s, Oh, yeah, right? yeah, I was aware of the Sex Pistols and stuff. Ramones, stuff like that, right? Yeah, the Ramones. Um, well, what happened to me was I just would listen, then I'd, I'd catch a song, and then I'd go to iTunes and buy that song. But now I'm starting to get into uh, the albums more. But, um, of course, you know, you have... Um, um, Boris the Sprinkler is probably the oh, one yeah, I listen yeah. to the most. Oh, yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, and, and then, uh, oh, geez, Sloppy Seconds. I got the whole album. That, I can't, this is what amazes me. I listen to that album, and that's radio-friendly. Why well, wasn't as big as Green Day, right? Yeah. 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 I, know I, I don't did. get it. And Maybe because they say the F word every two seconds. Well, and... yeah, it's true. <laughs> breaky skull, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. things like that. You know, I don't want to be a homosexual. That song might be not radio friendly. In nineteen eighty nine it sure was though. Yeah. Could have yeah. got away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um I tried to get into the Buzzcocks. I like some of their songs, but I haven't really liked hmm. many of their albums. Um but yeah, the fun basically what I just listen, if I like the song, I write it down, then I go hmm. to iTunes and I buy it. So I got maybe about four hours of music that's punk right now. Hmm. Wow. And I gave you a little taste of it on the boat. But next time I'll play it louder, Neil. Yes, it You're was, not it was a little bit quiet. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. What did you say, Neil? No, I said I said yes. It was a, it was a tad quiet. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna add a subwoofer under your seat. In fact, the only the, the only time you made it loud was when you were playing like ELO or something like that. I can't Fuck. remember what it was, but you you cranked that. Hey, hey, now I got fans out there. Don't don't tell them I listen to ELO. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it was uh, Van Halen or some such thing. How's that? <laughs> oh, I, I got the little devil cat climbing on me right now. It's oh, you're uh, stupid Egyptian cat. Huh? So, Marvin's told me in confidence before, I mean, not confidence, but just when we were talking, that he prefers the, our interview episodes to our solo episodes. Is that still true, Marvin? Do you still prefer the interviews? Well, I, I yeah, I do. I like the interviews a oh, lot. Why is that now? Just out of the, interest. The uh, interplay between the two of you is good. I can't, I can't really tell. Um, that he annoys you, Neil, like he can annoy other people. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Family secrets. I love it. Somebody's going to get kneecapped. <laughs> but no, I think it's, it's, uh, yeah, you, you guys bounce off each other quite well. I want to know how, what the, fuck nice I, what the fuck I did wrong in my life that you're younger than me and yet you're retired already. What the hell? Uh, how the hell do you spend your day? Like, what do you do all day if you're well, retired? Well, I got a your time age? job, so I got I got a twenty hour a week job, and then the, the rest of the time I just take naps. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, kids. Take naps, go golfing, you know, go boating. Jesus, just, what a life uh, of leisure! Good lord. Yeah, yeah, and it's getting rough to go to work now. Twenty hours a week. It seems like it's it's a lot. <sighs> Well, and so, Marv, Marv was a public school teacher. I yeah, mean, it was no, yeah. it was it was not a always a fun job. No, no, a lot of stress. Matter of fact, I asked him today. Today would have been the first day of school. I'm like, uh, do you miss school? And he's like, not one, not one bit. And I asked my son the same thing, who graduated, of course, and he said, not one second. I asked my daughter, first day of school was. She said, terrible. Oh boy. Yeah, I could tell you stories, Neil, that could curl Tom's hair. <laughs> Marv worked at a very uh, diverse school, and he's been beat up by uh, girls of all races. <laughs> no, that couldn't have been in Coopersville then, right? That, where was oh, no, 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 no. I, I taught up in the Muskegon area. We went over there, but of course, we, we don't really go to the hood. We go to like you know the nice restaurants and stuff. Neil, you've been there with me a couple once or twice. So. I don't know if this was that the beach town? town? Not... What's that? Was that the beach town? 
Yep, yep, that's me, yeah. Sonia. Yeah, Tom, very nice. Yeah. Back in the day, Tom, uh, I had a I had a, a punk rock show as a fundraiser for my chess club. And, <laughs> that's right. That's right. And Tom came out, and he was the headliner, man. Wow. And he played, and it was great. It was it was funny actually because Marv's buddy, like his teacher buddies, were like doing security or whatever. Yeah. So so I hear it was just me or me and Phil. We're just like standing on the back door smoking cigarettes. Like this is a high school. You can't say it's like I'm 27 years old. I don't. Care. <laughs> You're drinking a PBR and smoking a junior. Oh man, it yeah. was that was actually a fun show. Oh, it was. Kids, kids were very excited. It oh man, cool. they were they were crushing the. You know they're getting in front of the stage and kids were getting crushed and it was it was yes two kids we passed like, out who, it was great we were like the who in cincinnati man <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was excellent yeah well so yeah. what else can you tell us about uh about uh, tom and the family there marv give us give oh, us give, uh, give us some give us some details i won't talk about the family so but... marv is married to my aunt i yeah. think i i think i told yeah, you yeah so, i'm, I'm yeah. just an in-law he's an in-law yeah yeah uh, well one of the things was uh when I first met Tom, I thought he was he was into classic rock. I just didn't know the how how broad his musical uh, knowledge was. So I remember just because I talked to you about classic rock doesn't mean I'm into. <laughs> was, was he was he playing was he playing his blues traveler? You're still more interesting than the rest of the family. <laughs> yeah. I was dating my wife Neil, and she came she came um, uh, over to my house, and she had a best of the doors. I think it was on Chrome. So, so it, it must have been a very, busy. very, very short record then, right? It was it one track? <laughs> ah, that's a, it's a, that's always a classic. Dude, the songs are eight minutes long. There's nothing short about the doors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, "Who? You know, where did you get this from?" She said, "Oh, my nephew Tom." So that was back in probably wow. nineteen. I don't know if any of this is true, by the way. Well, <laughs> punk credibility but, gone. So anyway, he uh, he never really bring up punk, talking about punk, but he would every once in a while tell tell me about a show he went to. I'd never even heard of the band, and then uh, I started listening to his music, and he made about I think he made four albums. This is Tom's band Tom, himself. Tom's what, band. What, what, was what was the band called? What was the band called? Seven G. That was the one they did the most. Yeah, Seven G. Uh, okay. And he seems to me. Awfully, uh, awfully shy about talking about this band, but I thought it was really good. And we're gonna we're gonna play one of his his songs. This is gonna this is a premiere on the. Uh, this is it's well it's, it's funny you know because I I do talk about the fact that I played in bands, but I have been slow to sort of open that Pandora's box. And the truth of the matter is. I you sent me those songs and and I hadn't I bet you I hadn't listened to one of my own songs in ten years. Oh wow! At least, and it was. It wasn't too cringy, but I could definitely tell it was from a specific period where I was. It was definitely the song you picked is probably one of the poppiest things we ever yeah, had. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. it's got that kind of guitar yeah. riff, that kind of like. Um, but here's the thing, Neil. I I would love for you to give us your honest assessment of his music. I think lyrically, if you listen to the, the to the four CDs, he's he's definitely he's got the gift of of song lyrics his voice is pretty good they're pretty pedestrian musically maybe my guitar playing wasn't that great yeah wow pretty pedestrian from marv holy shit well there was towards the end we had a really good guitar player and that really elevated when i was playing guitar i was never as good because and i I admit that like i was good at writing the rhythms yeah yeah i was good at writing the bare bones of the song and i was good at writing the lyrics but i really always needed like another guitar player to kind of Sure, uh, sure. Make nothing, it more interesting. Nothing wrong with yeah. that. Yeah, nothing you know wrong I mean? with that. Yeah. Because that wasn't what I like. I, I was a, I was a, I was a word guy. I was like to write the words. So yeah, it's it's yeah. We we never got our big break. We never yeah. got to go on tour with Green Day. We never. 
I well, we had a lot of fun and we played a lot of parties. You got, you got to you got you got to play Uncle Marv's high school. Heavy influence of the Ramones on yeah. Seven G. Pistols, Ramones. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Nice. Uh, so. Weasel, Screeching Weasel. But I um I think you should dedicate a whole episode to oh, music. That's what I think. Damn. This is not me speaking. You know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that. Well, you know what? Maybe we'll throw my old band in as well. Maybe we'll play some tracks with my old band too. Yeah. Seriously, why not? So okay. So what? So what is the song called? Because I guess we should probably wrap it up. It's about that time, right? We've gone over it's, the fifteen. It's, so it's called. It's called Outgrow. Oh, that's right. I wrote this. It's called Outgrow. I wrote this about the time my kids were being born and I was buying a house and that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, it was from our second. So we were definitely a CD era band. It was from our second CD, which was called Meltdown. So Seven G. In case you don't get the you'll get the thing. It was like a Simpsons reference. Like Homer worked in Sector Seven G. Okay. And we were just like putting music together, and we needed something really quick, and that was what it was. And then we kept it for like ten years. So. So you went. You were together for seven years. Wow. I mean, t- ten years. Well, yeah, a few different good. guys. Like my little brother was a drummer, mm-hmm. and I did play guitar or bass or whatever. I was the singer, but I also did the, the kinks, guitar, bass, whatever, whatever I had to do to keep the band going. Basically, why does Marv keep whispering the kinks to us? I, I don't know. Oh, because they're brothers. <laughs> oh, the yeah, yeah, and we did fight too. I mean, there was definitely yeah, that would be Oasis then as well, right? There was definitely some fist fights, but you know the good thing about fist fighting with your brother when you're like thirty is that. You don't really know whole grudges. It's like when you wake up and you can't decide if it's like a bat bump on your head, or if you're just hung over, or if you fell on the stairs or what. It's just like uh, it's all good, you know. Well, there you go. You heard it here first. Tom used to beat yes. up his brother. That's great. Uh, yeah, I think he beat me up once, but that was just a, a real imbalance of uh, consumption. Ah, yes. I got us in that position. Generally, yes. I was the older brother. I was the bigger brother. So yes, the PBR. Anyway, I guess this is a world premiere. You know, when we were making music, there was no, like, uh, digital anything, you know? So the first time people are going to hear Tom and his and his band. So uh, why don't you talk it up, Marv? And then uh, thanks for coming on. I do well, appreciate hey. it. Yeah, thanks, Neil. I, I think the music should uh, speak for itself, so. <laughs> well, no, do, do, well, like, like do said, the introduction. Do the introduction for us. Do your Casey Kasem. Oh, um. Outgrow. It's outgrow. Yeah, it's, uh, here is 7G's Outgrow. All right, you heard it here. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Marv. Yep, thanks, Neil. Talk to you later. Yep, see you, man.
Next up, Neil, we got one of our oldest Punk Till I Die pals. We do, and this guy is kind of a mystery, because even though he's reasonably close to me, we've never met, and we've never actually even spoken before. I've never even heard his voice before. He's, he's a mystery shrouded in a riddle, really. He is. He is. And he's a drummer, of course. Yes. <laughs> so it's surprising that he even showed up for this. Right. Hey. <laughs> he, probably, he probably joined five bands in the, in the last five he's minutes. Like, meanwhile, we, we haven't let him talk at all. How are you doing, Jake? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. We it's good to talk right. to you again. Yes. Jake and I have put back a couple of PBRs together in our day. Yeah, you guys went was, to see yeah, like last year. You guys went to see the Zero Boys, right? Yes, in Indianapolis. Yep. Yeah, on my 41st birthday, I uh, both met and shared a hotel room with Tom Trauma. That's right. Wow. Was he? Did he? Uh, did he actually have his pants on this time? Or was he wandering around with his in his underpants again? He he was pretty good. I think I outdrank him actually. Whoa! We, uh, Holy shit! You youngsters. In our defense, Neil, not like when Scott and I go, we just get like the standard room with two queen beds or whatever. Jake and I actually had like a little mini suite, so he had, we actually had our own rooms. You kind of frightened me there. I thought you were going to say we actually shared a bed. <laughs> <laughs> it was Jake's it was birthday. I let him have the king side bed, and I slept on the fold out couch. You know, I was crippled for a week or two after, but it was all good. <laughs> but, but no, it it sounds Jake like we got the like we were at the right show. Like the Chicago show was great, but it sounds like we were at the right show. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and I think you talked about it in your review, but just the way that uh, Paul laid the whole thing out with the stories in between and kind of went in chronological order and kind of threw that stuff in. It was yep. it was a, it was, it was a awesome. One. It was like his Wait. half half professor talk and half punk rock show. Yeah. And we actually hit two shows that night because then we went That's to right. the Clash Bash after. That's right. We went oh, to the, Mel- the Melody that's Inn, Neil, the legendary melody in indianapolis we should go there sometime yeah Great so who, who who were the uh who were the clash tribute bands that night uh oh, i don't think it really matters does it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't that's not the point you the point is we went to two shows well that's that's good wasn't there just a shooting in indianapolis don't i remember that like early, earlier in the week there was like three Dude, people it's a shot huge city there's probably a shooting every day no there was like a like a mass shooter or something oh, like, a mass shooting. like yeah three, three see it's like if you kill three or four people it isn't even news anymore neil <laughs> i was looking up murders murder cities in because i was at work and i was on the google machine chicago is getting really really close to a thousand like if they have a good year they could get a thousand in a single year Good old Mayor What's-Her-Face. Mayor Beetlejuice is really doing a good job, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. So All right. Lewis has overtaken them, though, haven't they? Well, it's per capita. So it's it's ah. like – but for sheer quantity, Chicago is still the king. Because, like, Detroit only had, like, 300, and, and Chicago had almost 1,000. But Detroit's shrinking. You know, Detroit's only, like, a fifth the size of Chicago now. I think we only had one down here. Now, uh, okay, okay, so whereabouts are you? You're, you're in Charleston now, is that right? Charleston, yeah, it's a uh, university town, little tiny one, uh, that's, Eastern Illinois that's University. East, Eastern, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah is that, yeah, is yeah. that a university or like a junior college? No, it's university. Is it okay? Now, Eastern is what? I know the uh, Western is the Salukis, right? What is Eastern? Uh, the Panthers. The Panthers, okay. That's pretty yeah. generic. So about, <laughs> yeah. about forty minutes, forty minutes straight south of uh, Champaign-Urbana on fifty-seven. Wow. Okay, I think I went to. Uh, maybe I didn't. I I, I saw the, I saw the Violent Femmes somewhere in '83, but someone just took me in a car. I have no idea where I was actually going. But it yeah. was it was well, about, it was about 45 minutes. That 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 makes sense actually. It was probably yeah, uh, yeah early '80s. You're talking. Yeah, '83. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think yeah, yeah yeah I think they played Top of the Rock then. 
So is uh, there a is there a little scene like I know you're not necessarily a, a punk purist, but is there like a little punk scene where you are, or do you have to go to it? Elsewhere? Absolutely not. No. No, there used to be like uh, like I said, early '80s. There was a, a little point in time where Meat Puppets and Violent Femmes and a bunch of bands came through here, and then a club called the Dungeon opened in the early '90s, and it had a good run. And then uh, when my band was playing in the early 2000s, my bass player owned a bar called Prince and Company, and he just pulled everybody he wanted through here. So so that was a good run, and then it's been dry ever since. So what was what was your band called? What do you remind everybody? Uh, swamp ass. Swamp ass. That's right. I remember that from from really early. From what I can tell from being pals with Jake on social media, most of the shows he goes to are on like patios. <laughs> yeah, it does seem that way, doesn't it? Guitars. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> That's a, that's a, <laughs> unless I want to drive, I mean, I, I got a decent like I'm two hours from St. Louis, two and a half from Indy, and three from Chicago. So I've, I've got options, but anywhere around here, that's that's about all you got. Now, do you ever come up to Chicago? Because I know we've you know we've we've kind of known each other on digitally anyway for about three years but you've, i don't think you've ever been up here have you uh, it's probably been about that long since i've been there huh. i don't think i've known you since since i've been up there interesting well we got a couple opportunities for you this fall hopefully we can catch up yeah indeed so, okay so i think i know the answer to this but how did you find us jake uh episode 17 i Yay! thought so i think I, I knew the answer to that but i wanted to ask you the uh, infamous episode 17 with Rick Simpson. Yeah, that's actually one of my favorite episodes, believe it or not. I had, I, I had no idea about any of it until uh, Rick shared on his Facebook page that uh, he was going to be on a podcast, and I checked it out and uh, never looked back, I guess. <laughs> did you Did you go back and listen to the first 16? That's the question. Uh, at some point, I did go back and listen to the first few. I don't think I've, I've hit them all yet, hmm. but... Um, I, I'm only able to listen on my drive, which is half an hour. So, you know, one episode is usually two days. Depending on the episode. Like a, this one's going to be like a week and a half. <laughs> so I got through uh, the first half of, what, 189 today? Yeah. Right. I think that's a good one, man. I think that's a really good one. I, fun times. I, I enjoy times. doing it. I enjoy doing that one. Yeah. It was fun. So, um you like it better when it's just neil and i gabbing or do you like it better when we have a guest on um you know in the beginning i was kind of 50 50 but now i think i like the uh just the you two yeah we've gotten that I mean, a lot i mean i guess it depends on the guest though right it does well it, it depends does. if we have stuff to talk about too it, it's like i think we need sort of like inspiration to just have episodes where we just talk even there, though we there can... are great episodes with guests. I mean, I love yeah. the, well, obviously the Rick one was great. The Good Oil Brothers were great. Yeah. Um, you know, Rev and uh, even the Lord of, Lord of Logan Sport is, is pretty interesting. From time <laughs> <to> time. <laughs> hey, it's been a while since we had him on. Maybe he should come on again. Well, we got, he's got a lot of things brewing, man. He's always, he's always he working is. down there. I, I would, he's got something big that he's working on for next summer. Maybe we can coerce Jake up to uh, Logansport for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to head over there. It's only about three and a half hours. It's, it's definitely America's most affordable vacation destination. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ, really? Is that, is that true? <laughs> Indiana is. Yes. It's America's most affordable vacation destination. And for good not reason. If there's a, not if there's a record store involved though. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. And last time I was there, I got to say, it was really very well curated to my taste. And I think you would probably, I think you had a lot of like, the kind of rock and roll stuff that's right up your alley yeah so yeah, definitely need to check it out so you you were like a touring drummer right jake i mean you you've been back and forth across the country at least a couple times right 
Yeah, 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 with Swap Ass. Uh, we did, uh, you know, I, I joined uh, right after they recorded their first record, so I'm actually not on it. Uh, but but then, he's, on the uh, he's on the photo, though. A very, very oh, yeah, young yeah. Jake is on the yes. photo in the back. <laughs> very young, very skinny. Looking like, uh, a, like a young male hustler with shirtless. And... <laughs> good, yeah, good. yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. That's not my proudest moment. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I what, what, that. what would you give to be that thin again, though, Jake? I mean, you know, oh. we could never go back, right? You mean malnourished, you mean? I went from that to, to about 265, so I'm gained go. a little. But, uh, the dad bod, yes. But yeah, I took over and did all the touring for that record. Uh, we were on Reptilian um, about the same time as Easy Action and Super Suckers and uh, all of those bands. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we did, we did some decent three four week tours east coast west coast south by southwest that kind of thing now who are some of the biggest bands that you played with uh we opened for i know this e one too i know i was gonna say it's iggy e pop right wow yeah played some shows with easy action dwarves zeke super suckers betty blow torch uh nashville pussy trash brats i don't know half of them i don't even remember now how were the dwarves were they, were, they, were they cool or were they uh, were they assholes uh, they were pretty cool. I mean, that, that was our our uh, label showcase okay. at South by Southwest. Um, so it was uh -huh. a flurry, flurry of activity, and they were recording a DVD documentary of the whole thing and everything that mm. uh, never never came out. Much like our second record. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a great show. Uh, Cutthroats Nine played uh, Easy Action. You keep, you keep mentioning Easy Action. I've never, I've never actually heard that's, of them. That's that's John Brandon from. It's 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 as of right now, Easy Action and Negative Pro Approach are the same four people. Oh, okay, thank you. So that's but more. It's more rock and roll, but it's still got John Brandon singing. So it's still just utterly unintelligible. Does um, does, he yeah. a, does, does he have a crack a smile in this one? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I'm not sure he has it in his life. Uh, he, if you talk to him one on one, he's actually pretty mellow. But yeah, he. Oh uh, yeah, he's, he's but yeah, he comes soft spoken, really, really sweet guy. Yeah, he comes across as like I'll eat your baby, but I don't uh, think that's yeah. his. Yeah. And uh, Harold, that plays in both, he was in Easy Action when we played with him. No, this was 20 years ago. Uh, he's, and he's the, the one who turns his, the one who turns yeah. his back yeah. to the stage, Neil, and burns all the incense. Yep, he did it even then. Huh. Is he, well, is, he, is he just really shy or something, or does he just hate people? I, I never understood it. I have no idea. Probably well, the latter. I mean, that's what I would say. It's so weird, too, because Negative Approach is not an incense-burning band, right, Neil? They're, no, like a, they are not. they're like a kick a cop in the face kind of band. Well, maybe John Brandon yeah. smells really bad or something. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't tell him that, because he'll eat your baby. <laughs> How about that? Uh, so let me ask you this. So... Um, <clears throat> Obviously, we're both just sorry about that. Joint, joint fans of the digits. Um, how did you get to know them, seeing as you're so much younger than they are? Um, you know, they started in my hometown. Uh, I know, you, I believe you said you've been to the chicken shed, right? Yep, I have. Yeah, they, uh, that was in Sullivan out in the country. Uh, that's where I grew up. Dude, they kidnapped me and were just driving me around. I had no idea where the fuck I was, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> when I was old enough to get my license and drive out there, it was already it was already ashes. But um, yeah, so they started my hometown. I grew up in, in grade school. Kids were wearing digits shirts because you know everybody knew them. And That's I think wild. Brad's Brad's stepdaughter <laughs> was in my class. <laughs> uh, and then they went to Mattoon, and then Champaign, and then Chicago. Uh, yeah. So it's just it's oddly enough they've been a household name for me. Um, 
I didn't really start listening to them until high school. I got the uh, his job, Hey Judester combination CD, and then it just kind of grew from there. And now Digits are probably top five band for me, and Rick Sims is top five songwriter for me. I just I, I just can't get enough of it. Everything that he's done, Gaza Strippers. We played a ton of shows with Gaza Strippers, uh, so that was awesome to see every night. Um, I never got to see the Digits though. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, they were uh, at least in those early days. I I didn't see them much past. 88 well, 89 maybe i didn't see him much past that but i saw him so many times back in champagne i mean so many fucking times they were they were awesome every time he's such a good showman at least he was you know he was, oh yeah, yeah. he's fun as hell and for well, three, um, three piece they were a total powerhouse too yeah that's one of my favorite uh beavis and butthead episodes is when they're watching a digits video for yep. uh uh, shit, what was it? I don't remember, but they, they, Beavis called him uh, Evil Colonel Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Right. Yep. I missed that one. Yep, yep. It was on their, for their last record, I think it was uh, Judge Hot Fudge. That's what it was. Yeah, because he, he used to wear like a little bow tie thing on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a little 50s bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, well, that's cool. That's that's excellent. Actually, you know, I should I should I should reach out to Rick again and see if that digits like uh, compilation was uh, is ever going to come. Yeah, they're out. supposed to do like a double LP yeah. collection of all their stuff. Yeah, which... he talked to me about a year ago, maybe looking for pictures of posters and like old promo stuff and you know stuff for the pictures. Oh, that's right. He did ask for that. Yeah, that's right. He asked for that, and I think all I, I've I got. Send... Go ahead. I sent him a few things. I had posters and you know T-shirts and whatever, um, but I haven't heard anything about it since. Yeah, the, the, I think the only thing I've got is one of their original goatee cassettes, you know, because they used to Well, and I think that stuff's going to be on there. Yeah. Signifies my goatee and yep. uh, that, that other cassette. I can't remember what it's called right now, but I think that stuff's going to be on there, too. Yeah, they, <laughs> they they were their initial, like, demo cassettes and stuff, Tom, before they actually recorded anything, you know, on an, for hmm. an album or anything like that. So there's some, there's some pretty so I don't have stuff anything by So I don't have anything by them, so I would love a nice, like, double LP compilation, like hits and rarities or something like that yeah yeah that'd be sweet i've got pretty much everything rick did you know he did the one super suckers record after the digits yeah uh, i don't have the he was gaza strippers lee harvey oswald wait that's a secret you're not supposed to know that he was on that uh, uh yeah with savick whatever happened to that asshole i never liked that <laughs> <laughs> I <had> no idea <laughs> uh and then he was on the uh, French Schneider solo album. Did you ever hear that one? No. Who was he? French what? French Schneider from B-52s. Oh, French Schneider. I'm sorry. I thought you said yeah. French. I remember I... him talking about that, like yeah. how that opened up the world to him and how he met yeah. a bunch of famous people when he was... Yeah, I, I mean, he, he uh, French Schneider had like three different backing bands on that record, and Rick was in one called Deadly Cupcake. <laughs> and it was him and uh, the bass player from Tar... I believe, and then the drummer from John Spencer Blues Explosion, wow. and they backed him up on like half of it. Um, and then he, then Rick went on like worldwide tour with him. <laughs> yeah, some of those stories where that was when he wasn't that when he was babysitting Julian Lennon for a day yeah, or something. Talking, well, he was, no, Sean Lennon. Julian. No, yeah, he was talking about meeting Yoko. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. all kinds of crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was a great. That yeah, that awesome. might have been the French writer stuff. Yeah. yeah, dudes had an in, dudes had an interesting life. So interesting yeah. that the rest of our lives are so uninteresting that we talk about his instead of our own. It's it's right, funny. Right, it's right. funny you said Fred Schneider. I thought you said French Diner. Like that was the name of a band. Oh. I was like, that's a, that's pretty emo. I don't think you ever played with them. <laughs> yes. On new emo. Neil, band. All, all you, you got to say is, "Got me a Chrysler as big as a whale." Right? <laughs> Very good. Put that to music. Um, yes. So I'll put it away. 
Well, you know, talking of the digits, that's good because uh, that's the song that you picked tonight, right? You picked a digit song. Which which one is it? I did. Uh, California Surf Queen off of uh, the debut, Fizz Job. Yep, Fizz Job, which came out, I think, 1st of January, 87. That album came out, I believe. Yeah, I was, it was 86, 87, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I knew you were in college and I was in first grade. So. Yeah, he was living at the shitty guy house with us <laughs> at the time, him and Doug. Or, I know Doug was anyway, but Rick brought it round and played it for us in Torich's room, and it was great. And then I got into a screaming match with Lars about uh, stiff little fingers, so that was good. Who was Lars? Why <laughs> should I know Lars? Lars was, he was one of the, well, actually, he wasn't a shitty guy. He was a champagne local who was in a ton of bands, like basically every band in town if they needed a bass player. But he had, like, stiff little fingers? Yeah, like Lars. <laughs> Well, no, I got the the argument. I got into it with him. It's stupid looking back, but it was like, who's better, ACDC or Stiff Little Fingers? So I don't know why oh. we argued oh. about that. But it's the kind of things you do when you're drunk and you're downstate, you know. So. And you're so yeah. passionate about Stiff Little Fingers, and he's so passionate about Who Made Who or whatever the album was that was just coming out at that time. Yeah, probably something who like made that. Who? Yeah. Back in Black, the maybe. Razor's Edge. <laughs> yeah, nobody's passionate about that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, good times. Good, yes. good times. Yes. Twelve guys living in a shitty condemned house. It was fantastic. You would go back I in a second if you could. Dude, I would go I back in a fucking in second. Yeah. I want to actually be in Champagne the day after tomorrow. That house isn't still there, is it? No, no, that's long long okay. gone. And and the second the set that got that we used to burn furniture actually in the winter because it was so cold. Um but then they, we moved into a second shitty guy house across the way, and that's gone too. So everywhere the shitty guys went, the houses got demolished. Yeah. Just, everything was so bed bug infested; <laughs> they just had to burn it down instead of trying to salvage it. Actually, most of the stuff that was around when you were there is long gone. Yeah, it I know. Torn it's, down about yeah, everything. Sh- Champagne's pretty damn sad actually these days. It's very corporate, yeah. and and uh, there's there are barely any shows there at all. Well, um, I, I mean, the Brass Rail has some, and I went to see Teenage Ball. We remember that. I went to see Teenage Ball Rocket last October at uh, the Rose Bowl Tavern. Rose Bowl, yeah. but like I said, that that used to be a country western bar. It still so. is. It's it still is ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah. Yeah. This this group of hippies took over, and they do like seventy shows a year or a month now. Yeah. There's there's like three shows a day on the weekends. Well, when we were there for Teenage Bottle Rocket, before they came on, there was it was quiz night, so we had to get all the quiz night people out so, so we could get we could get TBR in there. They're like sweep. They're like sweeping the floor. It's like we got a honky tonk act setting up at 11 p.m. Get yes, out. yes. It's, it's a puppet show and then Spinal Tap. Yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we should probably play the song, right? We've well, listen, Jake, it was minutes. nice. It was yeah. good to talk to you, dude. And I am going to be in Chicago a couple times in the fall, and maybe you can uh, swing up there, and uh, we'd love to get together again and have some PBRs. Absolutely. Yeah. I may get in trouble for going to that Dead Boys show by a couple of the former members, but uh, maybe we'll do the Black Flag. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> what, Jake. I'll, well, I'll tell, tell you what, Jake. Tell me you're going to see Susie normal... Moon instead. <laughs> well, my normal yeah. – we actually have a real fun event planned that you'd, you'd love – you'd definitely love, but I'm not really – able to divulge at the moment we yeah we do have a little bit of a promotional event possibly involving Susie moon so oh on that show okay anyway but what i will say is my normal show going partner is really iffy on that so if you want to split a hotel room again it, it might be a good time for that so do i have to take the, the couch bed this time no we'll just get a regular double queen buddy you just have to listen okay. to me okay all right We'll listen to each other make beautiful music from our separate. Mm-hmm. Just like Good that God, that sounded right. that sounded very strange. <laughs> Jake, thank you for coming on with us. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for listening all this time. 
and being a loyal listener know. with your putting all your albums up on your on your the now thing. the now playing night yes. yeah the now yep. playing the, night the right famous this, now playing night yep right after this I'm about to spin the new uh, Poison Boys that Neil just uh, dropped in the mail for me cool nice yeah, you'll love it man it's great yeah I'm holding out till I see him in person yep yeah so. I didn't want to wait all right man hey good talk to you Jake we'll, and we'll uh, catch up again soon I'm sure yep all right cheers Jake all right man see you yeah right, bye. bye. I believe that next we're going to go to somewhere warm as opposed to where it's raining here in the Midwest and freezing. So next up we have Steve. Steve, how are you doing? Oh, doing good, man. I'm just trying to stay cool. Jeez. Damn it. Yeah, You're just fucking rub it rubbing in. it in now. It. <laughs> Damn uh, it, man. No, trust me. You don't You don't want this. This is hell on earth. <laughs> so that's amazing. So, so just to put it into perspective, because this episode will probably sit in a can for a little bit because we're recording yeah. ahead of time. But, I mean, it's like September now. Like yeah. mid September, and you're saying it's still over 100 degrees. Oh man, yeah. Last week it was uh, at least 110 every day. Um, yeah, I mean that is insane. I, I live up in the foothills, so it's a little bit cooler up here. But where I work down in Modesto, um, yeah, it's about 110. And uh, last two weeks have been over hundreds. Wow. And I'm, so, I'm done with it. So for us California illiterates, whereabouts is Modesto? Where, whereabouts are we talking? So Modesto, um, where American Graffiti was supposedly set. Was that right? <laughs> it was actually filmed in Petaluma, wasn't it? It was actually filmed in Petaluma, but yeah, it was supposed to be set in Modesto. Oh, um, okay, cool. 
I'm actually north of Yosemite. I'm about hour north of Yosemite, so I'm up in the uh, in the the forest, basically. So you yeah. you have a long. I'm gonna guess you have a long commute, then, don't you? Yeah, a little bit over an hour. Hmm. Wow. So you're the yeah. one guy who can listen to an episode like in one like one way. It, like to work it back, awesome. you can actually listen to a whole episode. It, it's awesome. When you guys put out an episode, I'm so stoked. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm good to go. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty much on cruise control the whole time. Not a lot of traffic. So yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. You yeah. don't have to deal with like that Southern California traffic where you're just full of murderous rage and white knuckles <laughs> the entire way. Oh, hell no. I mean, yeah, I get to deal with a lot of rednecks and stuff up here in their big <laughs> spots. So is there, but, is there a scene? Is there like a, a punk scene up there? Not really. There was in the 90s. Uh, we had a place called Borderline Warehouse up here. Uh, Mark and Tracy Chapman um, used to run that, and they would have all kinds of bands up here. Uh, everybody from AFI to uh, the Vandals, MXPX, uh, Independence, a lot of great bands. Uh, my band used to play there all the time. So Hold on. Uh, what was your, hold what was on, your hold, band? Hold on, Tom. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I want to go back okay. to that second. He's a Tracy hold Chapman. On. Not 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 the Tracy Chapman, right? Uh, no, no, not, yeah, not fast, fast car, car. fast cars. Uh, <laughs> fast, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She was uh, playing acoustic guitar on the side, but had a skateboard too. I'm, not, I'm definitely shop. not going to that club. At, at that <laughs> <point>. <laughs> uh, they had a little skate shop here in town, and they would throw shows. Uh, another guy named, named Mike Miller would show throw shows up here too, and um, we'd play with Di and uh, Angry Samoans and stuff. So, for a little community up here. We had a lot of great shows. It was amazing. What was what was your band, Steve? It was Triple A, and it's not the Triple A from uh, Florida. Florida? Yeah, <laughs> against all authority, it wasn't that one. Um, but yeah, we were Triple uh, A. You guys played uh, a couple of songs, I think. Uh, oh, excellent. See, I was trying to remember. So, like when we first started, you sent us a couple of seven inches, and yeah. I, so you were putting out records or something, right? In the nineties, you were, you put out a couple of records. Yeah, I had a record label called Slapshot Records, um, and I mean, it's still kind of going on. I mean, I'm, I keep meaning to go back to it and release some more stuff. But well, Neil, put him on the put him on the list for the uh, official Punk Tie Die Seven Inch that you and I are going to reach out here. Uh, <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Because I think it's going to be a, a like a collaborative effort between like ten labels where everybody kicks in a oh, little more. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I'll definitely help out on that. Um, so, yeah, I had two releases. Um, the first one was split. Uh, well, both of them were split seven inches. Yep. The first one was more of a hardcore garage rocky type thing. And then the second one was more of an alternative type. That was weird. Um, the second one was just kind of weird, right? Like, was it a foreign band or something? <laughs> I'm trying to remember because it's been a couple years now. Actually, the second one were both L.A. bands. Uh, Dengue Fever was one of them. They're actually pretty big. Um, Are they still around? Yeah, they're still around. Uh, they're a Cambodian like pop rock band. Uh, you know Neil, Cambodian pop rock. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's, that's big with the kids. Big with the kids. Big with the kids, definitely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're actually pretty popular. Uh, and then the other one was uh, the Hoys, uh, and he, uh, yeah, it's just more of an alternative type jam. Uh, kind of hard to describe, but uh, pretty chill music. Pretty hmm. cool. Yeah. Hmm. So why yeah. did you why did you pick them? Oh, okay, now I remember. Now I remember. I that's right. It had a really funky, uh, funky sleeve, right? I remember that. It was colored like, it was and it was splattered. Too, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. I remember that. It looked yeah. really cool. Yeah, you know, I was actually one of the first people um, to 
work well i mean not really one of the first but like um it's like at the beginning of pirates press uh, when they were working out of a little place in san francisco and um uh, and they helped me come up with the color schemes like the the first seven inch so play pretty for baby one uh, was on beer colored vinyl that was the first one for uh pirates press um and then they helped me do the splatter color on the second one so um that was pretty cool you know i wanted to go pretty crazy with it and and uh yeah so and and so, that and, and that sleeve for Tokyo Sex Destruction that that split you had that's the same image that's on one of the Smogtown albums I believe. No, I yeah. know. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was done. That was done in like the the late two thousands. So um, the guy, uh, the drummer from Play Pretty for Baby, actually came up with that sleeve, and he came up with that image. Um, I don't know where he got it from, but. Uh, yeah, so I don't know who was first. I think Smogtail was first. <laughs> yeah. You know well, what I'm talking good. about, Tom, right? It's it's like some yeah. guy in like a in yeah. like a gas Looks mask like throwing a kind of running, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is cool because when you had him on, uh you'd mentioned or he'd mentioned something about skateboards and so he actually printed that image on a Smogtown skateboard and I was able to get it from him. So I have that oh, nice. that image. So I just need to cross out Smogtown and put The important thing is, Neil, both of them <laughs> stole it from somebody else and neither of them paid rights for it. That's of the course. important thing. That's the important much, much more important than who did it first. Don't don't, don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. When, so what when did those records come out, Steve, that you put out? What what time frame? Was that 90s or was that like early 2000s or when was that? That, that was late 2000s. Oh, like uh, 2009, 2010 kind of era? Yeah. So oh, okay. way before the whole vinyl boom type thing. Uh, I mean, I've been into the record thing ever since I was a little kid. Uh, my, my dad had a big stereo system with the records and everything. Oh, yeah. um, you know, so I, I've been totally into it and – uh, I've been really wanting to put out a seven inch of my own or have a record label and, and um, you know, thousands of dollars later, thousands of dollars later, you're nowhere near breaking even. There you go. No, no, I have boxes and boxes of those things sitting around. <laughs> Don't be worth a lot of money here. Well, so <laughs> we'll, do a, we'll, we'll do a prize. We'll give away some. We'll give, there give, you go. give some away for you. There you go. People how, love a set of records. How come you didn't, how come you didn't put your own band out? on that label uh because we broke up in the 90s oh okay it was long gone put okay, out gotcha. a seven inch. we put out a seven inch um with a band uh from england actually called jumping landmines okay yeah. um i uh I, yeah i think you guys would probably really like them um but you played the the two songs i believe that were on the seven inch that i had on there Okay. It's uh-huh. it's funny because I can't I can't we've done so many now so much water under the bridge like I think we played some of something from like the sevens you sent us to when we do like we did like our listener submission yeah a couple of those early on so I think we played some of that too so you you've been with us from the from the beginning right yeah well, yeah I uh, started listening to you on the pub news days okay I kind and of of course so. you know hearing about Neil through the, the yes. emails his letter writing his letter writing, <laughs> his, his sexual harassment slash letter writing campaign <laughs> and why not exactly oh. <laughs> well you know honestly it's good to have make sure somebody's fact checking you we get that too sometimes hey you you were wrong about this you know if we're wrong we're wrong tell us we're wrong that was neil's lot in life well, now he's the one who gets to be corrected especially especially somebody that was uh that would always talk as if he knew it all 
that was that was got me on not naming any names but you know <laughs> so neil always neil always loves to ask and i'll ask for him this time do you still listen to that one that other podcast i do I oh. do. See, see he's oh. got too much commute he's got too much commute i, I, I blame it on you it's definitely not the same without you guys on there i mean oh, thanks, it, man. Oh, but it, no it's, it's, that's all good let's keep Makes me want to throw my phone sometimes, but you know, I, I still, uh, <laughs> I still do it. So, <laughs> you're, I'm, you're, you're like between Neil and I age wise, right? Yeah, I'm 53. Okay. There you go, right so in right the middle, about, yeah, right in the middle. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I can't see Neil. I'm thrown off now. I can't remember what the what our other boilerplate boilerplate questions are. Well, okay, we played Tokyo Sex Destruction on episode 67. Wow! Interesting. Wow. What was episode sixty-seven? I wonder. It was what like listener was submissions. Oh, was listener it? Okay. Sub- yeah. All right. I think you played a triple A as well. I see. I, we may have. I, I have no recollection of that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean anything. My short-term memory is not good, or my long-term. <laughs> here we go. We played. Well, okay. Here, here we go. Here we go. We played uh, the O'Reillys. Bad scene. Yeah, triple A. A song called Prisoners. Right. That's you. Right. Tokyo Sex Destruction, Play Pretty for yep. Baby, yep, that's Year Zero, Our Boy Chris, Los Candidatos, and I think it was a Polish band just called AM. Do you remember that song? Yep. Yeah. They were, they were guy was hitting me up. You know, it was a lot easier back in those days because we didn't get the huge quantities of, Spam we get mail. so much email now yeah. from, from bands, and it's not like even like bands that listen to us. It's a lot, mostly just like promo companies. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we got to dig through a lot, but it was a lot more simple back in the day. We could sort of organize it. And that's what we say with our letters, too. If we don't read people's letters, it's not usually because we are don't mean to. It's just we just it's we, things get lost in the shuffle. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's anyway, get, yeah, I, I don't No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> it's funny. I don't think you're the only one who boos before you talk to us, but but you might be the only one who boos before noon to talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty impressive, man. That's pretty impressive. Well, no, that's not true because the dude from Australia, it was morning time. It was like 8 or 9 in the morning. I don't think he was boozing. I just think he was... No, know. he was boozing. Oh, he was? Oh. I mean, he might have just been a beer, but... Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, not, I'm normally not very good with this type of thing. I'm a really shy guy, so, so you took, I mean... You're taking the edge off. For a while, you would think that I would have gotten over that, but I'm, you know, I'm kind of a shy dude, what, so... What did you do when you were in the band? When you What did you uh, play? I played bass. Oh, you play bass. Okay, so you don't need yeah. to talk. Matter of fact, they won't even give you a microphone usually, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> jokes here and there, pretty bad jokes, but you know. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> no, it's funny. We've, we've had we had a few people on here that'll be like, "Oh, I'm kind of nervous. I got nothing to say, you know." Blah blah blah. And like 20 minutes later, we can't shut them up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is too, you know, a lot of people say to us, "Oh man, when I meet you guys, it's just like." I've known you my whole life, you know, because I've listened to you talk so much. But I think it's it's pretty easy for Neil and I too. We start talking to people. It's like we it's like we're all old friends, you know. It's like oh, yeah, next time I'm in BFE California, me and Steve are gonna have, to have a beer, you know. For sure, for, you. for sure, uh, yeah. yeah. So are you gonna uh, punk till I die tour? Are you gonna tour around the country? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe when we retire, we'll be like seventy years old. We'll be like coming to your town. <laughs> well, I think every time we go on vacation, it's kind of a mini tour, right? It's just it's a That's single true. tour. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are, are, are you close to Petaluma or not? And the reason I ask is because my my daughter's boyfriend actually is from Petaluma, so that's the only reason I even oh, know the name wow. of that town. 
Yeah, I'm about four or five hours away. Oh, shit. Oh. Never mind then. <laughs> well, that's close by California standards, yeah. Neil. Seriously, yeah. you always forget how huge California is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. You yeah, imagine, I, Neil, you and I are in different states, separated by a great lake, and it's still only like a three-hour three, three hour drive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, three-hour wow. drive, yeah. 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 Well, well, going across the state from where I am to San Francisco, it's about three hours and 20 minutes. Good Lord. So, um, I mean, that, you know, yeah, it's a big state. <laughs> so if you want to go see a show, like a big show, like, say, the Circle Jerk show or something like that, so is that the closest? Is that where you'd have to go? San yeah. Francisco? Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to spend the night. I mean, it's expensive and you got to spend the night because you can't. It's too far to drive home after having a couple of beers at midnight or whatever. I drive home and I usually work the next day. Do you really? Oh, wow. You are young at heart because I do that locally. You know, Grand Rapids, always people, I, I, I love it when people in their 20s say, Oh, uh, dude, I, I couldn't go to the I couldn't go to the show. It was on a Tuesday night. It's like, dude, I'm twice your age. I went, I boozed, and I still was at work today. You know, you know, these kids they have no work ethic, Neil. They yeah. damn straight. They Generation do. Z, they have no work ethic when yeah. it comes to punk rock. It's gonna die. I'm not saying I would do that right now. I mean, <laughs> you know, after the whole COVID thing, you know, I'm a little yeah. hesitant on going out. But I mean, not not going out because I'm scared of catching anything or anything like that. But um, you know, just a little lazier, I think. But yeah. hopefully that'll turn around here pretty soon. <laughs> I mean, I'm sort of I'm I'm actually completely over it. I'm just want to mingle with people with COVID. I just want to just keep building that immune system. Just if you got COVID, yeah. invite me over and cough on me. I'll be <laughs> wow, well, I think I had it way back from the beginning. So um, you know, I I haven't caught anything since. He's OG. He's OG yeah. COVID. OG. Yeah. Hey, dude, you're nothing unless you've had the Omega variant or the, yeah. <laughs> the, whatever the, variant, the Delta <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had both and I've never fully recovered like my sense of smell. Really? Yeah. But, but you, I don't know if, I mean, I've, I've talked about what my line of work is. I work in a clean water plant, which is a nice way of saying I work for the sewer. Sewers. And <laughs> so having a diminished sense of smell is actually sort of an asset, if we're being honest. Yeah, really. <laughs> So, but it does, it does sort of like food is not quite as good as it used to be. It doesn't slow me down right. at all, but it doesn't taste. That's <laughs> taste of beer, and, yeah. All yeah, that. exactly. And so, so that's why I get yeah, beer tastes like nothing. Like light beer, I can't even drink it. It just tastes like water. Beer, sure. but that doesn't stop you again, though, does it? No, it doesn't stop me. But I'm saying, if I had a choice, <laughs> a, yes. it is water I'm drinking. It is water. Um, I say, let's try and get this back on track. So, yeah. so, um, do you prefer the episodes where it's just me and Tom, or if we have a guest, or you know, a bit of both? I always dread when I, I read on the Facebook page that you're going to have a guest on. But oh I always, boy! Holy shit! I always end up loving it, and I always end up buying the album. Oh. So yeah, uh, that's why. Gotcha. Album, okay, right? gotcha. Yes. Okay. We're still selling albums, Neil. Still selling albums. <laughs> no, I thought he was going to say that all our guests suck. I thought that's where he was going with that. <laughs> well, like, like for instance, I, I had no desire to listen to the Crazy to Brains episode, but after that one, I was like hooked. It was pretty fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was an yeah. interesting, interesting episode. That one, yeah. Well, yeah, and I do feel like, like if 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 it's a bad interview, that we've had a couple that were just there was just no way it was going to be good. But usually we can coax something good out of somebody, you know. Yeah, that's true. and if they suck, Neil and I just talk and let them sit there. Yeah, which has happened before too. That's happened <laughs> exactly. before. Yeah. Um, okay, and then do you have a favorite episode or episodes that you look back on and think are the best? Actually, mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, the the one that the dude from Japan. Uh, oh, John Bates. Oh, we got a lot of John. John, oh, yeah. 
I, and and that should go in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most cunts used in a mm. podcast. <laughs> I would imagine uh, maybe it maybe it does. Yeah, you're right. Well, did, yeah. well I'm trying to think. Yeah, it might. It's probably it probably is the leaderboard on the leaderboard for sure. Yeah, we <laughs> we got to have John back on. John's John's obviously in Japan, and I think they're working on a new album. So when they get that new album, uh, maybe we'll. Uh, yeah, we might have to have him on before that because he's just a fun guest to have on, right? He's yeah, just all over the goddamn fun place. Guy. Yeah. He's one of the few people that's not afraid to argue with Neil, who yeah. loves to argue. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me and him go back and forwards on it, yeah. Pretty much. All right, well, um, what song did you pick that you wanted to play? So I was, it was a toss-up between uh, Rock and Roll High School and mm. uh, because, I, you know, I, I didn't consider those bands like the Go-Go's, Gary Newman, Ramones, stuff like that, punk at the time. But when I heard Rock and Roll, or I actually saw the movie Rock and Roll High School, um, you know, just fell in love with that band. And, um, and of course, that song. So um, that's not the one I'm picking. <laughs> the one I'm picking <laughs> is Kill the Poor because a few years after that, a buddy of mine said, I have this mixtape for you to check out. And the very first song on there was Kill the Poor. And you know when you hear a song that just like, it just like changes something in your brain. You yep. go, what is this? Yeah, you know, what, you mean, what am yeah. I listening to? Like me with Huey uh, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what am I listening to? Exactly. <laughs> all, all of us were into, yeah, Huey Lewis for sure. But <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Kill the Poor by Dead Kennedys, uh, was the one that, uh, I first heard, um, first song on that tape and, uh, changed my life. <laughs> Interesting. So are, are, are you excited to get that remix of uh, fresh fruit or are you not going to bother with that? Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't think that first album really sounds that great. It's oh, very it's tinny. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm curious on how it sounds. I'll, I'll get it for sure. Stream it, stream it first, dude. Stream it first. No, I'll just, I'm, you know, you know how us record guys are. I'm just yeah, kidding. I he's know. got yeah, money to burn, stupid. this man. <laughs> exactly, we're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. These two, so. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice talking to you, Steve. I hope the power grid holds out so that your air conditioning keeps going. Over there in California with 110 degrees. Yeah, for sure, right? We'll yeah. say that because it does go out a lot around here. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, same with you guys, too. Hopefully you won't float away. And, uh, yeah. Freeze. <laughs> it's almost time to start snowing again. Yeah, yeah well, just Christ. think of us us people out here in California. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> I got rather bake. Yeah, I, would, yeah. I definitely would, yeah. The older I get, the more I like the heat. But, uh, yes. yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. Like... It was, uh, yeah, it was um, nice to and, meet you. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening as, as, as yeah, we always to all of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me, man. It was an honor. I love no. you guys. Uh, keep up the good work. No worries. Sure. Thanks, Steve. Cheers. All right. So this is going to be Dead Kennedys with uh, Kill the Poor. All right. Thanks, Steve. Bye. Thank you. If
Anyway, there it is. I hope we give you enough material to get through your whole work commute back and forth. About for six like, about six work commutes, I would imagine. <laughs> yes. But I, seriously, though, you know, we started doing this because we wanted to do it, but we keep doing it because, listen, people enjoy it. We've struck a chord with people. I know we're not for everybody, but we really, truly appreciate you, and we uh, enjoy running into you out in the wild sometimes, and I think we'll keep doing it. You know, Neil and I are going to be 50 and 60 next year. Yep, that's right. But uh, full that? speed ahead. Yeah, full speed ahead. And uh, thank you to the 10 people who came on. Um, you know who you are. And... Yeah, we forgot because we recorded you so long ago, but <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah, we did over, over the span of a few weeks. Um, and, you know, new listeners, uh, whatever, uh, you know, write in, um, you know, join in the Facebook group, that kind of thing. And who knows, you might be on uh, episode 300. We who will knows? reward you by harassing you for 10 minutes. Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah, <laughs> 10 slash 15 to 20, right? Anyway, yeah, thanks, thanks everybody for listening. Like I said, we we you know we we do this for fun, but it's certainly you know we enjoyed that you know it struck chord with people. So yeah, and uh, yeah, we we love you all, and thanks for listening. And uh, whatever that's you as do, nostalgic, that's as sentimental as we're gonna get, suckers. Yeah, whatever you do, stay free, everybody. Exactly. Yeah. We'll smile you later. We'll smile you all the way to three hundred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See you on uh, see you on two hundred and one. Bye. See ya. Okay, that brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart, and we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter. What a load of old shit!